Hello, and welcome to Mayday Plays Iron Sworn. Uh, I'm Sergio, and tonight I am not your DM. I'll act as host, I'll take notes, I'll make sure we follow the rules of Iron Sworn, but this game will be played cooperatively amongst all seven of the fabulous members of Mayday Roleplay. Speaking of, hello, my friends. How are you? Hi, buddy. Hello. Hello. We are good. So tonight is our session zero. And normally in session zero, I, the DM, would explain to you what you can expect. And, you know, I would define the world a little bit for you. But our session zero is going to be a little bit different. We will collaborate together uh, to define our Iron Lands and the things that make it unique. And I think we have a very unique idea for uh, our game. Uh, before we begin, though our session tonight is pre-recorded, if you have suggestions or ideas for our game, please feel free to submit them into the chat while you watch. In future Iron Sworn sessions, we will be live, and we want to encourage you to me message us with ideas that might help push the narrative along. Uh, Iron Sworn is a very narratively driven game, and when it comes to cooperative play like this, my motto is always, the best idea should win. So, for those of you who are familiar with Iron Sworn, we'll be playing in a homebrewed version of the Ironlands. The show will work as follows. Much like a hex crawl, every week a different member of the Mayday group will join me as we tell the story of a tribe of Ironlanders that we're going to come up with tonight. At the start of each session, they can either create a new member of our tribe or will continue the story of one that already exists. Character creation, along with as much as possible in our game, will be randomly generated. So we're going to be coming up with stuff on the fly. Uh, we'll use the oracle mechanics of Iron Sworn to figure out motivations and themes, things we come upon. And I have a few random book uh, tables uh, that we'll use. Book tables, table books, uh, whatever. The story is going to <laughs> unfold in front of us all uh, as it happens live. And hopefully it's an epic story. So, as we begin, I want to read the basic premise that we have all here at Mayday kind of agreed upon to start with. Iron Sworn is set in a harsh continent to the north called the Ironlands. Here, nomadic, disparate tribes known as Ironlanders live and survive. The geography varies from uh, rocky islands to the south. Uh, it has a craggy coast. It has deep, dangerous woods. It has beautiful rolling highlands, a massive mountain range, and uh, an inhospitable north known as the Shattered Wastes. But our Ironlands are a little different, and here's why. I'm going to read to you. Long ago, before anyone living can remember, a planet-wide storm blanketed the Earth and killed all life as we know it. Any living thing caught in the storm quickly rots and dies. Some speculate that the storm was a magical weapon that destroyed mankind, or maybe it is simply nature's wrath turned against us. The truth of the storm's origin has been lost to myth and legend amongst the remaining survivors who band together in the only habitable place left on Earth, the eye of the storm. The eye is massive, over 20 miles in diameter, maybe even more if we decide that tonight. 
and the storm's walls are always visible far in the distance. The eye is always moving and will change direction, albeit slowly, for unknown reasons. It takes the storm about five days to reveal an area and then pass through it. The storm never strays from the shores of the Ironlands, or at least the, the storm's eye never strays from the Ironlands, leading some to speculate that there is something within these lands that may hold the key to controlling and maybe even stopping the storm. While no living thing can survive within the storm, if the eye passes over a, a, a patch of land with dead things on it, they will spring back to life as if they have been held in some kind of magical torpor. This is how our tribe survives, by foraging, hunting, and exploring the ruins that are revealed to us by the storm. So, with that kind of basic premise set up, does anyone have any immediate thoughts about the storm or our tribe? Uh, anything they want to get off their shoulders immediately about our lore? <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry, I'm writing. <laughs> so much information you just spewed us. Yes, so yes, fair. That, that is a lot of information. Uh, uh, the, you guys have a handout called Our Truth, so you can open it up and read along. Um, but um, we have discussed kind of the basics of this storm, but the, uh, you know, the basic idea is that we are trapped within it, and we are surviving within it, trying to figure out what's going on. So with this idea that we're we're sort of finding that dead life inside of the storm magically comes back to life. Does that apply for the tribe as well? Have we lost people on the other side of the storm and all of a sudden grandpa's back two weeks later because we, we rolled over? That's a great question. Um, is it up to us? Of course, of course. Oh, yes. That, oh, that's man. the purpose of today's session. Okay, but are we thinking or, like, is it is it like he died of natural causes in the eye of the storm, died while they were still in the eye of the storm, and then like we went back over it, and he came back to life. No, or, like he was perhaps, in the storm. Perhaps the then... body is uh, preserved, so, so okay. Grandpa doesn't come back to life. You just get this slightly less stinking corpse. Hmm. If well, what know. about people who, let's say, they got trapped in the storm, right? Let's yeah. say you yeet someone into the great storm, and then they come back. My question is, if there was a person who was alive when that storm happens, they're technically in a frozen state, right? So when their eye goes back over them, they would just be... But if you but if you were dead, then, then you're we dead. have just a corpse. Like if you're dead, you're dead. But if you're dead because of the storm, you can come back? If well, you die in the storm, you die in real life. If you die in the storm, <laughs> you can come dead. back to life. So, so the okay. only place that you can really die is in the eye itself and that's Only why die in the eye. well because otherwise you just go Ooh. what straight to stone yeah maybe like you know something oh. happens where you age very quickly or maybe you just yeah. kind of rot away like you know you, like if you're in the storm you see the trees kind of withering and dying but of yeah. course when that eye comes back over everything kind of comes back to life magically yeah, yeah I think, think it'd be really cool too if we had this concept of like no one really understands what happens to the person that comes back. Maybe they're not the same as they were before the storm, or you know, maybe they're they feel like they're someone different entirely, even though they came back into this body. So right. yes. maybe he was your grandpa last time, but now he's 
Richard Stevens, and he wants nothing to do with you. Please stay away from my child. You know. Yes. Yes. Now, how new is this? I mean, if if we existed before the storm did, and we have like a graveyard that's super far away from us because bodies smell bad, when the storm gets to the graveyard. Is it a thriller situation? I, I think the storm already <laughs> happened. The storm, like, yeah, I think what was said was the storm has already existed. We were literally born and raised within the eye of the storm. That's how we were yeah, raised. I, so I, I think to make us. the... You know, because Iron Sworn is so much like a... You're literally making things up as you go. It's a very improvisational game. I think it's best if we know as little as possible. So it's yeah. definitely like yeah. it's been a few generations Waterworld style. We've forgotten yeah. you know, kind of what has happened. Yeah. We got no idea what's past those fog walls. Yeah. I think I think okay. all that we do know is that as long as you're in the eye of the storm, you don't. You're safe. You're yeah, you're, you're safe. You don't kind of fall into this magical stupor or torpor. I, I do like the stone idea, like because mm -hmm. I do. I think they'd be very cool if we saw literally just a village of stones. Yeah. You know, go, going with the theme. What if everything <clears throat> else in the storm turns to iron? To iron. Uh, to iron? Yeah. And that's why it's the iron lands. Yeah. Oh, that's. These I'm a fan. Ruins of okay. civilization. All right. Okay. So and uh -oh. Grandpa becomes a critical resource. Until Grandpa <laughs> comes back to the eye, then yeah. he's Grandpa again. Yeah, you can't well, use the critical resource because if he's inside, he's not a critical resource. He's a flesh suit. But is is there a timeline to where you could turn Grandpa into a sword if you wanted to? <laughs> I, I wonder. So. I think there should be like a, a, a timeline. Like you could go in the storm for maybe twelve hours and survive. But like anything live. longer, you, you'll petrify. You know what I mean? Yeah, it'll just you get, get lost. Harder to you move. just get discombobulated, right. and I hate to say it, yeah. the further deeper you go, there's got to be consequences though for going and staying in the yeah, storm yeah. for I even mean, for a twelve-hour like, period. For sure, maybe chunks on you. Inherently. Maybe yeah. like maybe like you age, but just more slowly. You know, like maybe it's like, like a, space, like, like interstellar. You come well, back that's and you're like more. Years. That's, but like the opposite. Yeah. It's so kind like of like a, a that game and... Last Stranding, where if the rain touched you, you would like age weirdly. Yeah. Did anyone play that Ooh. game? Death Stranding. Death yeah. Stranding. That's terrible. what it is. Oh, I like that. that. No. Yeah. Okay. So you're in the storm, and the storm doesn't want people to leave the storm. So once you're there, you start like slowing down. You start aging, and it yeah. just makes it that much harder to come back. So and you can't go time could be like in infinite for you in there for a little bit. Well, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because I mean, should... the only way a tribe would be able to survive is if the things that return to um, natural, like animals and stuff, like are able to come back to life. Because then you could hunt right. them. You could, you know, you could still survive off the land. Because that that was going to be one of my questions: is what the, what is there the hunt at this yeah. point? Yeah. If, if... What if yeah, the that... storm is like an advanced life cycle, and that's why you age? you know, faster than when you're in the eye. It's because life is moving, you know, exponentially faster than it would oh. in the eye. So you almost view it as like a, it, inside the eye of the storm, it feels almost like you're traveling fast through time as opposed to like a storm? Yeah. Well, yeah, like the storm is is messing with time itself in that it's, you know, rocks are going through the full rock cycle and eroding away within seconds and, you know, people are going through the full life cycle of gaining age oh, and then coming back well, and then you're, you're being just like reborn. dying all the time. Like looping. Yeah, so over the, and over. The turning into iron oh. is death. 
Yeah, is like the end of the life cycle or something like that. I'm not sure. Uh, well, he, so just so a thought. Here's what I'm thinking. It it, it kind of has to be one of two of them because one of you could two. Do a, you, you could do you could do a lot with both ideas because mm -hmm. if it's the iron, imagine like let's say you lose a brother in the storm, so you run in and you're you're only in there for a few hours. You find him, and you pull him out, but you maybe a detriment him. would be like your hand is now. A big hunk of iron, you know what I mean? You're, oh. you're like uh, the Lannister. You're like Jamie. you know what I mean? You have a big uh, iron hand or you know, maybe yeah, a part yeah, of your yeah. face or something. But if it's time, then it's something like you come out and half of you is 60 years old or something. Yeah. You know? It's yeah. just kind of a what full form it, of flavor thing. Well, it's, it's going to be a punishment, too, because we're, we're not supposed to go willy-nilly yes. into any freaking storm. We so I like the idea of, like, you actually slowly become more iron. Because yeah. what if therefore it's like, it's like scene in The Incredibles when he's, you know, when he's in The Incredibles and he tap, taps in and he like hacks the thing and all the like the globbies go and like stick to him. Yeah. What if it's like, like the storm is like liquid iron almost and like, like just, you get like splatters of it so on you. What if there's someone like in the tribe who is like the prophet of the storm and he's like 90% <laughs> iron. Oh, he's just a head. It's like, like, uh, and that's or he's like got a like splotches thing? on his face or something. Yeah. yeah. Yes. It's so weird that he'd be like alive, but yes, I like love it. Yeah, thank you. I'm like, the, I'm like, what is weird? Look, this is fantasy. What if because he's like most the iron though? What if he's like has to be carted around? Yeah, like on a wheel, on like a sled I mean, or something. That could be like our our hook for what we're you know starting the campaign off of is like this old iron prophet gives this big message to the tribe that something's gonna change about the storm soon. That's cool. Just this old raving. You know, iron crippled man. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So, so we're we're liking this idea of the iron storm. Um, uh, you know, to kind of just throw a, a question out there, something that I think we should define as a, as a tribe. Uh, what do we call the front and the back of the storm? Just as a boat has a bow and a stern, mm. shouldn't the storm have parts or ways that we can delineate yeah. it? But I head mean, and feet, the lid. <laughs> The, the, lid. Lid. the lid. So what's the lid? Is that the top? I think the lid is the top. The lid but is like, like the eye. What's the bottom? Are we talking like top as in above our heads or like in front of us? Front? But that's an arbitrary direction. How do we decide which way is front? North. How's that? Well, whichever way it's moving is the front. Like that's going... exactly. Where, whichever direction it's moving is the front. And, you know, a, a word like storm front or... or, or hmm, no. Mm, but... Uh, I like the I like the like the 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 weather terms. The yeah. Tip in the pommel, like because we could make it like a sword. And eh, I don't want to call oh, something like a tip. That. Never mind. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, Just yeah. for myself, because I, I know all something iron related. Iron related. Mm -hmm. I, I, I definitely like I the idea like of compasses. the lid, like. You know, look, look lid side, and it means like look lid lid. It just sounds, it sounds so ridiculous. I love it so much. Yeah. The, you want to do the the yeah. lid in the socket? The no. socket? No. I mean the socket. I mean that's worse than Tim. It is. <laughs> <laughs> look to the hole. <laughs> Can't do that. Sure. Can't do that. What about like the point or something? The point. What about, yeah. what about like the lid? I'm the thinking cat. of like compasses or stuff. Like that's what right. I'm thinking about right now. Oh, like I'm the thinking. Bezel. Maybe we named it off of the status of one. You, you know, maybe the front is less active than the back, and then the back can be considered like the squall line because that's where mm. the big thunder and lightning is coming from, or, or something that like that. That is going to be so like that, the more 
pre- like pervasive danger is us getting caught up in the back of it rather right. than going exactly. So that's that the sense. thing that's constantly coming for us, right? right? So it yeah. should have a more ominous the, the boom. So the squ- chase. I, I like squall <laughs> side, storm side, um, uh, dark side, uh, dark side. Uh, <laughs> black side. Yeah. Terms real quick. Maybe okay, okay. Yeah. okay. White sky, black sky. The yeah, uh, white side, black side. Um, Mm. Uh, 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 like sky, it was oh like sky. You know, you know how like the sky is like. You, you have you ever seen like clouds when you could see where it's like really, really dark to gray to almost like. Oh, not well, quite black. But how like, about this? Uh, in weather terms, an anvil is the spreading out of strong winds at oh, the upper wow. portion yeah. of a storm. Hell, yeah, like yeah. I'm the here lid for in the anvil. Yes. So the yeah, hell yeah. The, the lid is the front. The anvil is the back. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. And we're cool. the metal yeah. in between. We're the iron in between. <laughs> so the lid side equals the front of the storm or the direction right. it's moving. And the uh, the anvil. anvil side is the back of the storm. Okay. I love that. Cool. 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 Yes. And and I think everything above us is the eye. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. yeah. Do we get weather in the eye? Or is it just like... Is it like a, like yeah. the eye of a hurricane where it's just sunny and like gentle, or do we get like, like rain like there, and shit? Yeah, do we have like rain and like snow normal weather, or is it like Pleasanton and it's always like seventy-eight degrees? <laughs> There's and something sunny? about Pleasant, that, though. you know. I mean, it certainly makes it easier to. We don't have to worry about rolling on weather tables, but I, yeah. it would make sense though that there might be some extra random weather. Or, or yeah, does it? I mean, yeah, it might depend on where the eye is sitting on the continent. Yes, maybe there true. are still deserts, and we get that odd. Oh, we just stepped off of a mountain for the last, you know, five days. Now we're in, you know, Death Valley. What if, like, not to get super abstract, but before the the storm, what if, like, the weather the weather dies? Uh huh. Outside of the storm, yeah, so outside. whatever the weather was when the storm happened is just kind of locked. Ooh, oh, that's cool. I like that a lot. In there, it happens, and then yeah. you leave it. So it's away. like it's not just life, like you know, life that freezes. It's everything. Right. Yeah, yeah. The, like yeah. the the state of uh, whenever you know the magical nuke went off or whatever, the state that it was in at that time is what's locked into place. I like that. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, um. This kind of answered our question. Could one survive if they enter the storm but return to the eye before dying? What are the lasting effects of interacting with the storm? I think we've talked about you might, you know, start growing iron on your body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Please are let we... us iron, like, wheel around a guy on a gurney. And... I mean, that, it's canon so far. <laughs> I'm a fan. Yeah. So far, the it's iron canon. prophet, man. As, like, I, as the, as the, the, the people in the, in the, in the, um the storm sorry <laughs> uh as ugh, fuck the storm so the storm is happening are you if you're in the storm are you like conscious and cognizant of being in the storm and just existing in it or do you I just like go blank until be. you go through the eye again and you're like <gasps> yeah. i mean that's some guaranteed insanity but um yeah uh, <laughs> if if you're not aware or at least not totally aware it allows for narrative situations where you guys might come upon, you know, like a fort that was being, you know, controlled and they're, you know, they're just coming out of time. So they think that whatever was happening back then is still happening. It's still happening. So that it might sense. lead to a lot of Star Trek-like situations, you know, kind of unique, yeah. Um, yeah. out of time thing. What if, what if there was a way that the tribe like devised, almost like a spacesuit? 
that like allowed somebody to probe like a certain distance past that. the wall. This that. opens yeah. up so many possibilities For sure. because I was I was thinking about like if you guarantee iron coming a part of your skin, people are gonna try to like like sort of like scarification or like tattoos. If you control where that substance goes, you could make iron like designs on your body. Yeah. Yeah. I like the idea of like a like a stormproof at least for a while. Yeah. I, I have you, written like an Iron runners? Age spacesuit. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, so like, yeah. It, okay, it so opens us up to this idea of having like a force of people whose job it is to actually go out into the storm. A and... storm force, if you Storm get... runners. Oh, <laughs> yeah, storm, oh runners. storm runners. <laughs> yeah. Storm so, runners. So give me, give me something concrete. How much actual time can you spend? Or what, what are the rules with this? storm force uh, i mean what if it's I guess... like a perfect day like an actual day cycle you have a day to be out there that uh, seems and then... long though that seems too long but think of it this like way it's hours. heavy though okay. so if it's not like you can go very far but if you needed to like keep watch or investigate something you only have a day and remember it's going to probably peel away and bit by bit by bit and what mm. it's doing is like it's not like you're going to go mm. it just delays because if i the way i think it is 12 hours without the suit all that does is give you an extra 12 hours yeah That's oh that it. could be well, good oh, like I 12 hours with the, the suit like... Or 12, abstract, 12 extra hours with the suit. That makes sense. I was thinking, too, of, like, the abstract weirdness of what if it was exactly a day? Like, not even give or take a few minutes or anything, but from the second you step in to the second you step out, it's an arbitrary amount of time, and no one understands why it's that much. But it's So you're saying it's cumulative? Like, if you go in for five minutes, it's permanently on your record? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, or or like it resets every time you go into the storm, but every oh. time you walk in, it's for exactly that amount of time. And if you hours. don't make it back, yeah. you know you're 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 donezo. Okay, so you're saying the 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 suit though buys you that twenty four hours. Otherwise, like twelve hours without it, you've got 12 roughly twelve extra, and and yeah. you're really not coming out after twelve hours. Okay. Um, yeah. No. Yeah. Okay, so you would definitely you, be buys you an extra twelve hours. And what is it made of? What 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 repels this storm? What if it's just like so? I mean, I'm kind of imagining like the storm being like this. Uh, you know, instead of like a hail storm, it's like these iron, like liquid iron balls almost that like are striking you and pulling up on your body. So like you almost have something like a like like a Kevlar vest or something that's just like absorbing the impact, and you know, like you're getting more and more weighed down as you're walking through with like this protective thing over your body. Yeah, um, and then, you know, it just gets to a point where you know it's, it's within, too much. Within the Iron Sworn lore, um, there is something called Black Iron, uh, which is supposed to be like a very coveted kind of iron. It, it, I think it has magical. I think all iron has magical properties in the Iron Lands, if we decide to go with that. But um, maybe there's a specific metal, or because because Kevlar's pretty advanced, unless we could come up yeah. with something. Yeah, but like like we're talking like an antiquity, the the antiquity equivalent so like chain of like Kevlar. Yeah. So mm -hmm. like a chainmail yeah. made of black iron. Let's say for some reason this black iron seems to re repel it a little. Repel it a little bit. Yeah. Wait, I have yes, a, I have a, a a question that might kind of throw us off this entire idea. Sure. But so the eye of the storm is where everything comes back to life. Yes. But you can also have the iron stuck on you if you've been in the storm. So wouldn't, like, by that logic, wouldn't things that we roll over still be covered in iron? Like, if we go, like, if we go in the storm well, and we get covered in iron, 
Right. By that logic, wouldn't everything that we roll over also be covered in iron? Yeah, if we come back with iron... Or they, could it be like I, a choice thing? Like if you go in by choice? It, the, no, the I think you have to be need to keep it clear. That the storm is going to go over your body ever again. I mean, it might randomly travel in some other direction. It might be hundreds of years before it kind of passes that area again. So it's like a... It's like, do you want to you know, live in a magical torpor for an indefinite amount of time, or do you want to risk your chances and like just have your arm be made of iron and continue? No, I mean, I, I get that. The the but like, but like when we come back over things, they're supposed to be like useful resources to us, sure. right? Like we're supposed to have trees and stuff. So, but like if they've been in the iron for so long, they're just iron now. Like, what what's to differentiate us from going in there? from those things coming out of there. You know I think what I mean? because they've completed the cycle and they've been covered in the iron. Oh, the cycle. I forgot about the freaking cycle. There's mm -hmm. like a, you know, it's like becoming a <laughs> vampire or something. You know, it could maybe be interrupted. But yeah. once okay, it's okay, complete, okay. you're always permanently a vampire. But, well, you know, again, once the eye comes over you, then it kind of washes off of you. So you have to like hit, you have to fulfill the cycle to come back entirely. Maybe it's no. like a like a religious thing that's become too, like the final season or whatever mm. that they've entered. And this is a state that everyone refers to to differentiate between us going out there and us dying out there. You know, oh, he's reached final season and, you know, we're not going to see him again because he's full iron. What if it was like, a, what if that was almost like a badge of honor? Like, sure. for... Like, you know, you're getting to the end of your life. Like, it's considered honorable that you just kind of become one with, uh, you know, whatever Sorry. it is. Right. So it's like a midsummer vibe uh -huh. where the old people just kind of march into the storm. Yeah. And, Goodbye. Do they, <laughs> do they just, like, sit and wait for the anvil to get them? Mm, maybe. Maybe they just, like, stay, oh. like, you know, when you move camp, they just, like, stick around. Well, yeah. That would be maybe. interesting because if you ever did cross those old men again... I mean, they'd be, you know, who knows how old, and they would have interesting information. I mean, yeah. Oh, my God. It's almost like no. you're setting up, like, a like Wait, a cat, like, no. an information, like... That doesn't uh, make sense. Uh, oh, yeah. Time capsule. Wait. Yeah. Hold on. You know? Oh, so, oh, so it becomes... They tell the stories. It becomes super important, like, how no. they're positioned. Because right. there's, like, certain tribes that position themselves in different ways, and that's uh -huh. how you know... Amanda, Amanda like looks thing for us. <laughs> I, 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 I'm getting lost. That's why, because I'm, I, I, I'm trying to keep it very, like, I, sorry, I want very clean rules, and we can bend. And like, I know where you guys are going. I just need to be very clear with how the storm works, and also how people respect the storm. Does that? Because yeah. I, I like the idea of like when you're older, you're not really helping the tribe. Maybe there is like a way that it's like, okay, now I'm kind of done or something that way but my question is if this everyone agrees that the storm's bad you don't go in we so before everyone like goes like half cocked and let's all right we're gonna create yeah. a bunch of fuck boys because we yeah. will do that we will create people <laughs> who will go into the storm yes. yeah the whole point yeah. is we don't right as I, much as we am i does that make sense so well, the storm I, mean, I think it's just all about like survival though i mean yeah talking about, I, I, like, I, I, yeah, I, I think maybe younger, I think it's maybe clear. It's... I think it's clear that nobody wants to just become a big iron statue, but we also recognize that what we're talking about right now is not everybody. We're talking about specifically the elderly who are the on the verge of death, or the confirmed. yeah, the sick, those who are not able to continue on with, with the tribes venturing. They might sit down 
and and we and we might in fact use them as some kind of information beacon. It's very interesting mm-hmm, yeah. that idea. But if and, and maybe they're dead, also though, that's my question. Well, that's they're like not dead they're, they're dying they're... within the storm. So you can yeah. only like the idea is you but can that's... only die die in the eye of the storm. So like if you die like if someone shanks you in the eye of the storm, you're dead. Like that's it. Even okay. if that storm rolls back over you, it's done. Yes. But if you go into the storm, die die in the storm yeah, and it rolls back die. over you, you kind of like come back a little yeah. bit. Yeah, so imagine, you're just, imagine in a just coma. being frozen in time. Is, is like, so it's limbo. It's yes. kind yeah, of like limbo. limbo. And oh, then yeah, eventually yeah, yeah. someone's going to wake you up and you're going to have 70 years you lost because that's how long it took before the storm came Oh, that's came a horrible way to fucking die. You wouldn't want <laughs> that to your elders. It is. That's going to be lost in a weird-ass but thing. But that's like a weird yeah. science but if we're it's trying culturally to oh, we, we don't know yeah. that they're like necessarily conscious, you know? So it'd be yeah. like right. it'd be like we, in Interstellar how the lady is in like cryogenic stasis for a while so they can pull her out and ask her questions. Yeah. And, you know, and it could, also talked about the the you know, a weirdness of what a person might be when the eye comes back around, you know, sure. are they different people? Are they different, you know, from when they went into it, you know, whatever it is, maybe that's what we're trying to figure out is the, the research behind that. So here's one thing I want to bring up because I think it will kind of shape what antagonists might show up. What if we have a very specific kind of burial ritual because... As we said, you can only truly die in a storm. But what if the storm passes over a dead thing, like a like a like a, a body in the ground? You know, what if that has a different effect? What if the next time the eye passes over, it's a zombie or it's a skeleton or it's a you know something supernatural as opposed mm-hmm. to just a body? Or like uh, I'm almost thinking a um, oh fuck, what's it called? It's made out of clay. Fuck. The golems, golems. Go- a golem, yeah, almost like, iron like golem. an iron golem. Okay, yeah. well, that that seems like it would read as a bit of a of a judgment. Like if the storm comes back, and you are just like a body, like a just a human body, versus being this other thing, that that feels like a, if the storm passes over you again, then you did something to deserve becoming ah, that thing. Okay, I, I maybe think that's not actually kind of back. a cool rule as to. Only ghouls and zombies and things appear when the people that did something wrong died. You know, like like you know, they're, like their 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 spirit has still uh, some some um, unfinished I'm, business or something like that. I, the I, storm I, won't let them go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. forever. Yeah. Even whether or not it's actually true, like that's that could just be something we think. So I I guess what I, I'm getting to is. Uh, perhaps we have funeral pyres for the dead. Perhaps we don't bury the dead. Like, we don't oh, want yeah. to leave the dead them. behind. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted to give an alternative. I really like this idea, too. I just want to throw this out and see what we think, too. I was also thinking that there's a possibility that maybe the corpses are what become the actual iron. Because if we're thinking of these bodies that go out in torpor and then get stuck and everything, they come back and become real people again. What if the dead corpses are raw material and our antagonists are trying to harvest our dead? And so something is using oh. us as material. Like if we pack them a specific way, like like we found a way to like put them in boxes or something. And then it, eh, I mean, not boxes necessarily specifically, but like something. So yeah, you're you're just saying the next time we come around, it's not so much information that they might have; it's the dead bodies are literally made of iron that we can harvest. Well, well, the people that actually died in the eye, I'm talking mm. about the ones that are really dead, not mm. the ones that are going to come back. Okay, they become yes. actual iron instead of going into torpor. 
Gotcha. Then just permanent, the antagonist. Just permanent iron. Yes, and that's maybe where we get black iron too. And maybe Ooh. the antagonists, the monsters beyond the storm, or the the bad people on the other eye on the world, or whatever, they're harvesting our dead, and we hate that. We want our our people to rest. We right. want them to return to iron, but they're nim 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 eating our grandpas. Or that's how we that's how we like keep our tribe with us is like keeping them with us by make, like reusing them as resources within yeah. the tribe. I I think both ideas are really cool though. I, I, I I'm split down the middle there. Okay. I How like big that. is this tribe, by the way? Mm. This are you, you know? saying what's the other tribe? Like gen- like what is the general I, I, size? I, I think size we... of our tribe? Uh yes. Yeah. Oh. Honestly, I think maybe a hundred people at the most. Yeah, any yeah. more than that, it seems like it would be hard to sustain. Yeah, because we're talking like, you know, I, I did a little bit of research as to what the size of the eye of a normal storm is, like a normal hurricane, is about 21 to 40 miles in size. And I think for hex crawl purposes, it would be nice if it was about 20 to 21 miles in mm-hmm. diameter, um, which is a lot of space, um, but also not enough to be easy. You know, I don't want to make it too easy where we just have miles and miles of, of open land. Right. So mm-hmm. the the interesting part of that point is that then there is infinitely more bodies than there will ever be a tribe. So maybe part of the goal is to allow those people that come back from the storm to die in the eye. Sure. Like when you come back from final season, somebody kills you in the eye so you can rest or whatever yeah. it might be after we collect that information. Oh, because we can't just keep bringing people back to travel with us. That yeah. would just be unsustainable. We don't have the size, yeah. Or what if, or what if there are like specific elders or like, like leaders Seers. of the tribe who yeah. choose to like uh, this, like I am a waypoint here. Mm. I will stay. Like this is where I stay, mm. and then it goes over, and then whatever generation yeah. comes back to I them, do, they're yeah, like, here's they're like your history, uh-huh. right? Yes. Yeah, like here's the and, history. Uh, here's you what you missed. And, I do and, like, really, really like the kind of idea of that of almost like you know these recurring elders, and you know it's like. Uh, it almost reminds me of like altered carbon where you know um there's like they they keep like their you know their great 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 grandpa in like storage somewhere and they'll pull them out for like birthdays and weddings and stuff and then they put them back in in the servers you know and it can be like a little marker of the year you come by and it says here lies so and so this is where the tribe was this is how we were doing this is what happened during the time that we spent here in the eye that's very interesting and you know this is how we're telling our legacy that's so cool. if if you turn into iron, if you are like voluntarily going into the storm for this like sleep, is there some sort of marking, some sort of like ceremonial thing with like the like low key expiration date? So when you come back, people understand. Yeah, it's when like you marked left. into the iron. Oh. Yeah. Ooh. Okay, so so let's just let's just define. Is it that they're still alive, or is it that they are dead? And we're leaving like a, a postmark. That they're so still in, alive. In my mind, that they're still alive. Okay. They come back. They tell their story. Mm. They tell you what happened in that year, and then you kill them. Yes. In but the remember, eye. wait, why are the we killing information them? Information could be false because, because if you're in there, your brain's all scrambled. That's but the I thing. Thought they about. But we didn't. We we haven't established that though. Yeah, yeah. I, th- oh. I think we I think we should stick with the magical realism of the fact that you just kind of come come out of a limbo. You're not and, insane okay. or anything like that. Maybe okay. you are. Maybe certain. Maybe we'll come across certain uh, enemies that might have gone insane from it. 
but everyone, you know, most people just kind of maintain their composure. Like, yeah. I was saying we kill them because we can't sustain them, like we were talking about, because there's no, infinitely but, more. I mean, but like, like, they, like, their point is that they stay there. Like, yeah. they know that yeah. they can't come And then come, we like, switch them out with, with someone from our year. Or or the story, or, oh. or they just sit back down. I mean, maybe you could do that, or if you wanted to preserve the knowledge, you just let the storm roll back over them, and then it yeah. never comes yeah, back. Yeah, or if they again, committed a crime, possibly, that's that what, is your well, punishment. Well, that's, that's the next uh, thing worth talking about, for sure. Yeah. Um, this is it. So, l before we go too ahead of ourselves, though, let me just make sure that we've kind of gone over some things. Let's let's kind of change pace here for a second. We've got a lot of good ideas stirring. But I, I want to talk specifically about our relationship with iron. So, these are or were known as the Ironlands. We don't have to call them the Ironlands. Maybe they're called something else. In the book, they have three reasons why you might or why this... Uh, uh, a continent might be known as the Ironlands. One is, it's rich with iron ore. The second option is, is that it's a notoriously hostile place, and so if you live there, you have to be tough as iron to survive. And then the third option is that inscrutable metal pillars are found throughout the land. They are iron and gray, and no one knows their purpose. Do we care about any of these options? Do we want to kind of create our own iron uh, uh, lore? <laughs> I kind of like the idea that it's called the Ironlands because the storm is iron. Mm -hmm. I also kind of like the pillars because that could go with our waypoints, our markers. Maybe that's we true. started mimicking the pillars centuries ago to try and see if that's going to solve something for us. So the we... idea. Go ahead. Oh, the the idea of like an obelisk and then like twenty metal people around it. Around is it. Kind oh. of badass. Yeah. Chills. Yeah. Chills. Sakia, you just want to draw that. But yeah, I was going like, to <laughs> 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 So we'll say that the Ironlands um, contain inscrutable metal pillars that are found throughout the land. Uh, mm -hmm. We leave our elders or our chosen to stay there as uh, mm -hmm. generational beakers. Beacons. 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 Oh, and they can, like, since they'll be, like... A part of a part of it and they have 12 hours maybe they can like in the iron once it's like on a solid specific part of their body they can like etch the date into it Ooh. within that like 12 hours so they know like the last time that they were cognizant oh, ooh, so is that we, why is that why the the, the man, we can't call him that but the iron man is so full of iron maybe he had that job at one point yeah, that yeah, he was supposed he, to like stay like, there and like etch it on them out. yeah we can define why he's like that well, I think maybe he had a vision while he was in the storm and then ran, you know, was originally supposed to be a waypoint, but came back and said, you know, I, I have to tell you something. Or, you know, the person that took them out there, you know, he had some vision and we don't know fully if it's true or not, but he came back and gave us this prophecy. So yes. there's there's two kind of terms in, in this Iron Sworn game. One is called swearing an iron vow and the other one is to be iron sworn. Um, they're they're kind of obviously in connection. Uh, who are the Iron Sworn? Is it just anybody who swears an Iron Vow? Is it kind of like a, a defense force that we have um, in the book Iron Sworn? It says that when people of the Ironlands make an Iron Vow, they touch a piece of iron, and when they do that, they are kind of the, the iron connects them to the gods or the land, and it makes the vow more definite, more more concrete. So that's kind of the explanation in the book. Well, what do we think about that? 
I think maybe it's the people that go out there and become beacons. And maybe that's not the first thing you do. Maybe it's the last thing you do as an Iron Sworn. But it's someone who's made the vow that eventually I will be a story of my people. Very oh. interesting. There's room for a lot of sadness. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, we do love our sadness. Like, think about what you're doing, though. You're like you're giving up the idea of of like of eternal of death. rest. Yeah. You know, of death. You're never going to die. You're just going to exist in this weird state of limbo for you know ever, basically. But I suppose I suppose that there is a promise, and maybe it's an iron vow one of your characters might take is that one day I might come across my old grand my great great grandpappy and I and promise I'll take his place. I promise I'll take his place or I'll kill him or whatever. Yeah. Okay, cool. So swearing an iron vow, we like the idea that when you swear an iron vow, you take an iron sword or a coin or a a piece of metal and you make an oath holding it, you know, so that it's like a, a definite thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yes, um, for sure. Do we cultivate iron for weapons or defenses? If so, how do we smelt iron if we're always on the move? I think that maybe no iron because the storm does funky shit to it out there. What if we're collecting iron for resources? Oh, you're right. But yeah. inside yeah, I mean, the what iron, if, need arrowheads. Wait a minute. And... Hold on. A mobile, uh, what are they forge. called? The sm- forge. Forge. A mobile forge. Yeah, forge. that's it. Every- forge. You can do a little pit forge and just yeah. like have the oh, yeah. so the, the the blacksmiths would have to be way ahead of the storm. Almost it would like a cart. If you're wrong, they literally you, have a cart and they just yeah. And you would just like yeah, or they could have something mobile where they would dig a pit in the ground and just forge from there. I th- I think that's relatively realistic. I wonder how hard iron is to like if it's an easy metal to heat or I if it takes don't... hold on. It's the melting point of iron. Yeah, my so forges are like two thousand degrees, two thousand to three thousand degrees. I mean, that's pretty damn hot. But that's still like, but that's still like, you could, I can imagine having like a brick oven on wheels. That's sure. I'm thinking of like a like a forge that's built into a train or something that we're like shoveling resources into both to follow the the storm and. So then the question, I guess, as well. uh, if like the, is the tribe always on like are they constantly moving or do they move to like the 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 the, the cap stay there well and camp we've, again. yeah and we've, then... we've kind of um stated that because i i did some very rough math that if it's roughly like you know 21 miles in diameter then every uh, we'll say every two days it kind of traverses like five or six miles so the point is is that i would imagine the majority of the tribe is in the middle of the storm and then yeah there will be people more towards the front um one of them being weathermen like there's got to be somebody shamanic in nature that is paying attention to the storm and like tracking what direction it goes and saying oh there's a couple nerds doing that shit yeah yeah forecasters forecasters i kind of like that as as a name um i have a little bit written about them uh because Let's see, what do we have here? Um, So the eye of the storm is always on the move and changes directions without warning. And we'll talk about the mechanics of that within our game. But, you know, the the weathermen, I think you might need one for every direction, north, south, east, and west, right? Mm -hmm. And, And they would have to be relatively close to the actual wall of the storm to kind of pay attention to tell whether it's moving towards them or away from them. So they might be very no. They might be very separated from the tribe, where they never really see the tribe, but they're in communication. Maybe someone is running back and forth 
between the main tribe and them, and he's they're telling them, I think it's moving west, I think it's moving south, you know? Now they can have good... squires that do that, like like I don't know, apprentices that would be the like Ooh, the yeah. the messengers between all the weathermen type thing. Or we Game of Thrones and we send ravens and birds. Yeah, sure. yeah. Ooh, that, that could be fun. That's hardcore. Is the storm like loud? That. Yes, I would imagine it would be sure. It, like it, there's always like a like a roar. Yeah. There's always a rumble. So that was actually always. one of my questions: is how might um, the tribe? What what methods might they employ to like quiet it down? Like you know to try to I get mean, a good night rest. But like, I think like if, if if you're immersed in it constantly, you're gonna get you're gonna get used to it, and it's gonna just kind of well, become. We're also gonna be in a situation where a lot of us have tinnitus or maybe. hard of hearing. Or, yeah. If it's Especially like, like, like a maybe forecaster. We, we are all like fluent in sign, and there's Ooh. a sort of symbolic language between us that that's through without sound in case the storm is too loud so everyone knows sign language i love that but there's also there's also this interesting aspect of if the storm is you know like an like an iron hail storm it might also be clinking clinking mm -hmm. like sometimes <laughs> it's it's than others. <laughs> i i think yeah. that there's some kind of noise and I'm sure that it would be easy to, like, get some wool or something and stuff it in your ears, and maybe it helps a little bit, certainly when you get closer to the storm. But, yeah, I mean, there's a good chance that well, if there are weathermen and they hang out close to the storm, they might be completely deaf. And, yeah, the only way to communicate is through writing or sign language or something. Eli, what were you going to say? Uh, no, I was thinking, like, maybe even to the extent of like maybe chimes or like um like using animals and stuff like that as even like warnings because like if yeah. if certain members of the tribe are on the outskirts and they are being affected in ways of being like signed the main core of the tribe is more towards the center of the storm so they're more further away yeah. mm -hmm. um so you could use like maybe like canaries or something like that like birds for like when if the storm is getting too close or if it's changing or even like chimes i'm thinking of like twister yeah where yeah. like <laughs> where like that with a star yeah. game and all of a sudden everything like weather mains and stuff just going off yeah. well i um, love the idea of the birds too because i mean you could call them storm birds uh, yeah. i mean they they almost already exist yeah okay so so let's define what are the i mean because you send a raven if the storm is heading north or something you know what i mean mm -hmm. or or does one bird mean something you know, do we have to have four birds? Does a weatherman have four birds with him, and he sends out the one specific to the direction? He I thinks think I think it should be carrying like a stone, like a stone marker or something like a, yeah. a specific color instead of like a bird. Yeah, like birds in different sweaters, essentially. Yeah. or like like <laughs> a ribbon colors. tied on its foot or something. Yeah, like yeah. That. yeah. Or I could just send black. No, cats let's go. And... Let's go. Please, let's go with sweaters. Okay. Well, but please. like. Like I would say, like like the guy, the guys who are like out scouting and stuff would use a specific type of bird, and maybe birds are being used differently, yeah. and like inside the tribe, like more songbirds or something more vocal right. would be something used in the tribe. Yeah. Where sure. a, a hardier bird who can handle weather and 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 stuff like that would be used for for scouting and for for message relays. Like like, like forecasters the, have ravens and everyone else has yeah. robins. Or so I like, I like to think the about idea and sweaters. Of there being like a like a big, I don't know, like monument or whatever in the center of the tribe itself, where the birds come by and they drop things into it, like Ooh. balls into ruts it's and a things. mailbox. Yes. Yeah, and yeah. they all symbolize different things that you could walk to the yeah. center of the tribe and go, oh, we're moving east. 
We'll be there in two days. You, yeah. you know, you can decipher what it is by what the crows drop. If you really thought cool. about it practically, it'd be like, okay, so we send off as many weathermen as we think it's probably intelligent to kind of, so, so that we can get, a, a, you know, as much data as possible, right? So let's say we have two weathermen send us a west stone. And then another weatherman send us, sends us a west stone. The final one sends us a north stone. We can probably assume the storm is heading west, right? So we have these four different weathermen to constantly gauge where the storm is actually moving. And then we kind of make the decision to listen to them. Yes. And that could be a huge problem if they all send in different stones. Yes, yes. Or if one of them goes crazy or if one of them stops sending stones. The, the yeah, day that we received no stone... Everyone flips the fuck like yes. not the yeah. single one from all four. Oh of the all the forecasters yeah. are like, nah. or yes, because that can or be we could have like a fail safe of sending two forecasters to each direction, so that way, like, like maybe that happened in the past, like one of the like they only had one forecaster well, at each direction at one point. I feel like it should and be then, like I'm sorry, like no, 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 it's totally fine. It, it, no. And then like they learned like after after that exact thing happened, they were like, nope, never mind, we got two forecasters. For a failsafe. Mm -hmm. Though I feel like it should be small bands of, of like, a group of, like, maybe three to four traveling in one direction. Right. Because mm -hmm. then you can spread out once you get to a specific mm -hmm. location, get a wider array of what it is. And you also they come back about... together, send a stone yeah. back. Gotcha. You also got to think about, like, you don't want to send somebody to live their whole life in isolation on the end of the storm. Because sure. then they are going to go nuts. Sure. Yeah. That, is, that is true. Okay, so we're saying that the weather men are really more like a weather family of, like, three or four people that go north, south, <laughs> east, and west, and they, and they kind of track the storm. Yeah, That's exactly. It. Love a good found family of forecasters. Weather family. Yes. Yes. Are, Weather are they family. iron sworn as well? Are we saying that these uh, the forecasters are a part of the iron sworn and that? Sort I kind of like the idea that there's something else. You know what I mean? It's there's like something else. Like yeah. Forecasters you have, have to be like special. Engineers, yeah. You have you just can't. Yeah. You have you have different things, different jobs. Yeah. Um, cool. Uh, so I made a little note here that. While the weathermen use, or the weather family use songbirds, I love that idea, maybe hunters use bigger birds like ravens and hawks and things like that. And obviously, taming these creatures would be an incredible commodity. I mean, you know, yeah. having a hawk, you'd be like the, the, the toast of the town. Because I mean, how rarely do you really have, you know, animals that you have any kind of domestication over? You know, we don't have cows and things like that. Or maybe we do. Point maybe. of order, if you're... Sorry, if you're if you're a falcon and you're flying in the storm and you get ironed up, do you just drop or are you up there? Okay, and that's what I was thinking drop. about is maybe there are specific birds that can go in a storm and those are storm birds. The others are that's specifically for the eye. And if you find a storm so, bird, you're the fucking dude. Like well, you think have of like a metal way. bird. Yeah, yeah, big <laughs> they technically yeah. they gotta be they like technically go like above the storm. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, that's exactly. True. I I worry that like realistically, the top of the storm would be pretty damn high up. Maybe they could. That's I don't miles. Know. Maybe they could. Yeah, I, 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 I'm not saying it would be a. Maybe that's how we lose but birds. But it would be just, like, a very up. important like rare bird that I, could. I feel like though a bird going into a storm like that is like not necessarily being used for like tracking or to yeah, see, but maybe used all. for no. traversing. So like I, I would say like a bigger bird, like an ostrich or like an emu or something like where you can like oh my pack God. stuff with you. Metal battle ostriches. Yeah. 
big chocobos. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, yeah especially if we're harvesting we stuff or we're looking for things in the storm at the same time, we got to be able to bring it back. And you, yeah. as an individual, might not be able to carry it. I, I, I do. I sort of birds. love the poetry too of these animals who have actually seen the end of the storm, and we never have. And so the the like agreed upon promise is that you know th these are the only ones who actually know what happened on the other side here, and, and we'll never know the way they do. Okay, so the power of making an ostrich like the icon yeah. of the storm because they stick their heads in the dirt oh, and can no. survive the storm. Like, powerful. I That's like a compliment in the eye, too, is to be called an ostrich as someone who can't be affected by the storm. Yeah, they call so the like old how, elders. It's like how the, the Egyptians worshipped cats. We're gonna, yeah. we're gonna yeah. worship. We're, we're worshiping <laughs> Oh, I hate them. Birds, birds. <laughs> so, Holy ostriches. All right. So yes, I, I think even. we do need to those remember that the storm needs to be scary and formidable, and there yeah. shouldn't be a bunch of things that just willy. Like I would not send my hawk into the storm. Like no. yes, no, there's one no. magical song, one magical storm bird that can do it, and we're deciding yeah. it's an ostrich, but. Uh, you know, that's, that's it's, fine. It's like a legend type thing. It might be yeah. the like, burden. I yeah, maybe consider. we haven't seen an ostrich ever. It's just like, it's there's just fucking ostrich. Yeah. Ostrich out there. And people can like swear. That, it's like the chicken in Orange is the New Black. New black one person has sworn that they've seen it. And no I swear I've seen an ostrich. And everybody <laughs> talks about it like it's a dragon. <laughs> like, Ostriches are dragons. Me. Yeah, ostriches are dragons. So so to kind of finish our idea originally about the iron and how we smelt it and stuff. Okay, so we have All a right. mobile forge. That's great. The question is, I'd imagine it takes a little bit of effort and time to get iron like out of the ground. I mean, if it's plentiful in the iron lands, that's one thing. But like we have, I almost feel like scavenging is more of something that we might do. Like if you come upon a an ancient battlefield or something like that and there's just swords, we'd probably take those and reforge them or something like that. So I don't know how often we might actually be in a mine, you know, forging. Yeah, yeah. Uh, especially when you consider plausible. that we're nomadic. We don't have time to learn trades like that if we're moving every, you know, two days. So it makes sense we're living off these past generations that come back every time we roll over them. Like the Mandalorians collecting Baskar. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's a part of the Iron Sworn too, is before you take your final season, you're the ones that go out into the storm to collect these goods, bring them back to the eye. I, I think as much as possible, we should refrain from the idea of going into the storm. Like, literally, okay. I think just the Iron Sworn go into the storm yeah. because... Uh, unless oh. like like oh. unless your friend is lost in the storm and you want to break protocol and go in. But, but I think as much as possible, like, people need to survive within the eye. Yeah. What if, because we're thinking like a storm, there's like residue. So you we, we can have iron, maybe just not like big, thick slabs of it, but it's like almost like pebbles. Like so nuggets. it's like over time you can collect them. And especially if you're like, I'm going to go ahead and do this. Oh, you are supposed to assemble and you're not ready until you get as much of that as possible. So you're going to scavenge better than everybody to get every little bit of iron so you can go ahead and make your suit suit or like if you stay at the if you stay at the lid of the if you stay at the lid of the eye like you can you can start like Fish. like you can you can find it quicker yeah you, you know. can definitely probably find it quicker especially like, like bigger right chunks things. like yes. gold digging is there right. would there be a way to sort of like if i had something like a net made of like flux 
or something that I could stick into the storm to attract iron and then take out, and there would be iron there. That's interesting. That feels like, like a mag because I mean iron is magnetic. magnetic. Yeah. So you I mean, have we can, also well, that's what flux it means. We were but. saying that <laughs> yeah, you're right. Sorry, turn, sorry. We <laughs> turn iron in the storm, right? Does that go yes. the same for everything we put in the storm? Yeah, I, th I think anything that that is in the storm is petrified so, to iron. So maybe we in. got you know people chucking shit into chucking, the storm. They're like fishing with magnets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. that, or, that should be something like maybe two people can do. Yeah. So yeah. let me ask you this: How can you? How in an iron age can you magnetize something? Is it just a matter of rubbing it against the right thing? Oh, uh, no I'd have to look it up. Okay, know. all right. Um, well, that's, I, I like that idea, especially since iron mm -hmm. is magnetic. Or can be. Or, or since since like since we're going with the idea that you become iron when you go in and then when you come out like you unironed essentially yeah. if you've gone through the cycle. What if like there are like iron catchers? So like when you come across <laughs> something that's been ironed for so long, they like and you you're like at the front of the at the lid of the eye, or not? I guess it's the lid of the storm technically. Anyway, but if you like if you're at the front of the eye and then you like catch the iron as it sloughs off things. Yeah. To like bring it back as a resource. It, it makes yes. sense that there might be just like particulates of iron, you know, still around that you could collect. Yeah. So and, there's a dude with a bucket running around old guys, viciously scrubbing iron. I, I off mean, of basically, them. like you're just or like just like a like a, like a catcher. Like this might like a be a little bucket. morbid too, but maybe we burn off some of the iron from the folks who come back with like yeah. iron clubbed arms. That's messed you know? up. I just like, also want to say catcher in the eye. I don't know how much he's going to want to lug that thing around True. all the time. If if you have an iron forearm, you're not going to keep that, you know, you're going to be ripped on one arm. They're going to lock you off at the elbow. You keep the arm. <laughs> I mean, it is kind of like a savings account. Yeah. 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 Or you can just use it. it as can be like a formidable weapon. Savings account. You got people who are poor in the tribe running out there. They're just trying to. No. Okay. No, we're not. That's that's something that the forecasters. I feel like the forecasters because they're out there and there's at this point like sixteen of them. They could just like watch, like protect people from running into the storm. Sure. Like as well. Guards. Yeah. Yeah. Lifeguards, yes. Because we'll there's them. always those idiots. I also don't want us to be poor. I want us to be. Yeah, I think, I think everyone yeah. should be like it should everyone be a communal well kind of thing. I mean, you know, yeah. the, think of the people, the free people of the north in Game of Thrones. You know, they were all yeah. kind of equal. They had a king, and we could define whether we want that or not. But yeah, I mean, it's just it's everyone's just surviving together. So I I don't think there would be many hierarchies or anything like that. No, no they would kill some people. Like, like, like I'm in charge now. Shut it should be up. a trade system. Them, like we were talking about with the forecaster i'm especially good at this yeah and so i rely on everyone else for the stuff i can't do so right. so let's talk a little bit about some yeah. of our kind of historic legacies we've i guess we've kind of already defined this but how much of our past have we forgotten how much have we held on to despite all odds and that leads me to a next question you know what kind of arts have survived during the storm um what myths and legends and prophecies might exist do you think there'd be instruments uh, amongst us? Do you think we could fabricate yes. instruments? Yeah, yeah, sure. I'm iron. sure we have. I think yes. the storytelling and sort of campfire nomadic storytelling has come back in a big way. I, I mean, that's how we started as humans to begin with. And yeah. like the things you tell around the fireplace are sacred because you learn them from a waypoint. Yeah. Yeah. Or we, there's... Oh, go ahead, Tia. Oh, we 
have not to be warp on main, but we do. We would need a lot of textiles. Yeah, <laughs> like a lot, it's very be warp like, on main. It's a lot of weather happening. We would need them. Looms are pretty easy to set up and take down. You could literally just pick up one and run. There you go. Someone, a lot yeah. of tapestries, right? Yeah. So what would we right. call that? Weaving and what? Uh, just textiles. Yeah. I mean, are we talking like for religious purposes? Like no, we're. I mean, just to survive, you would need to create clothing. Yeah. 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 I mean, there's like there's weaving, which is going to take a long time, and then there's like pelts, which is a lot quicker. Uh Yeah. Yeah, Can we tan things though? Because like we're, it's. I feel like does tanning take a lot? Because we. I mean, I'm almost imagining like I'm imagining they have carts. Well, my understanding. I think they're scavengers. It, yeah. it would take time to, to tan something. Yeah, Tanning but takes my, a lot I mean, of time. Right. But I mean, I guess so does for the idea for... of a... I feel like I can't... Re- you can you can tan leather in urine, right? That's a thing. Maybe. Maybe I, I'm not doing that. You're know. the one that would know that among <laughs> us. So I don't game, know why you're asking all our dumbasses. In this game, we can. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> we, if we decide it's true. We've said that there's definitely music, definitely storytelling... Uh, weaving, sewing, textiles. I mean, I, I would imagine any kind of physical um, accomplishments, uh, juggling, and maybe sports is a big deal. Um, yeah, you know, th- th- there would certainly be that comp- competitive side to to us in, in a kind of uh, community way. You know, it builds the soccer yeah. by like making us stronger. Soccer. Yeah. yeah. Play soccer. Okay. <laughs> The having having a, a soccer like game based on sort of like a microcosm of the of the storm of the like storm a, itself. Yeah. Okay. I think that would be kind keep of talking. Cool. Keep talking. What, so, what but what mean? if what if the ball was like metal, and so that you didn't just die. constantly stub your toe? You maybe, had to like wear metal shoes. Maybe the ball. That makes us move heavy. slower, and we don't want to move slower. Yeah, but like storm. you have to fight through the you have to fight through the heaviness. Maybe the pretty... ball represents the eye and the players are the storm. Oh, yes, because that would be really good. I feel like feeling weak by the storm, like this force that we can't tame, having now people we get pretend to be, to be the storm, yeah. that would be important. So then what the rule of the game is that if somebody kicks the ball out of the circle, like you lose a point or you don't get a point? or Maybe it's you... like keep it up like the whole idea of the eye in itself is survival so maybe if the ball ever slows down to a complete stop on your team's side then you lose or or something like that like point of order is the ball really a chicken <laughs> no i don't want to kick a chicken i'm not saying as, we kick the chicken i'm saying the chicken is a metaphor for us <laughs> And we our have job, to catch the chicken. Our job okay. is to herd the chicken. So it's the a storm. So the idea is what two teams is everyone on their own team, and the point is whoever catches the chicken first. <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't know, Zach. You kind of you're alone in this one. I think. I Explain to us how this simpler. works. We are all the storm. It's the team versus the chicken. Okay. So the point is, is that before dinner every night, we put a chicken in the big circle and beat the shit out of it. Because the message behind that game then is that eventually the storm always wins. Yeah, we can elaborate on the rules of catch the chicken, oh but I, I like the intent there. We'll suspend the chicken game. So, <laughs> so let's... How about a rugby type game? We just I think rugby might. to an end goal. 
<laughs> but the the point of order with that is if the if the storm is always moving and if we are moving with the storm, where does a person's side start and end? Where is midfield? Know. And where is your goal that, and where is my goal? Maybe we establish waypoints that act as goals. In the same way that we have the obelisks, they come into the game as well. You know, maybe players are obelisks. That's and a then long we play game. That's a long ass game. Well, no, <laughs> I don't mean field, I don't guys. mean the actual waypoints. I mean we have. Oh, the people like goalies represent waypoints. Yes, yes, yes. Oh. To take the yeah, that's not the actual waypoint. We're not playing <laughs> across like fifteen days. Like, that's what. That's what we're like. Well, if there's this does imply some sort of like marching order, and that could be our way of of measuring mm. like. If you're if we're playing a game from the like closest forecaster to the weavers or something, then that's like um, no, not a mile. That's insane. But something like that. Yeah. There is definitely uh, like portions of the eye that are not allowed for anyone playing a game, being a child. Sure, sure. You yeah. have to be a. Yeah. There is a portion within the eye that says you cannot be past this point unless someone has told you you're allowed. To. Sure. Sure. For sure. Uh, uh, so yeah. you mean like a like an inner like diameter as like a like a safety buffer? Exactly. Yeah. Like maybe yeah. we put obelisk. Well, we're moving constantly, so we can't have yeah. anything in the ground. But I mean, I kind of like pointers. Yeah, I kind of like the so so if everybody is like traveling in like a line, like a like a sort of a like a train, you know, like this you know train snaking across the landscape. You have yeah. a perimeter at the front. You have to, and a perimeter at the back. And unless you're authorized for some reason you can't go beyond those perimeters exactly yeah, that's, constantly, that's, that's a constantly moving mark well yeah. what we it's kind of a solar system right because we're yeah. all we're we're orbiting around each other and we're moving as a system together so I, you could like hover in your little like pathway and you could go closer i imagine anyone can always go closer but you can't go farther like caleb said yeah there's going to be people like hunters and gatherers and stuff that have the job of kind of spreading out a little bit and seeing right. what what has the eye you know revealed to us you know in, in, in this uh, day yeah so kind of staying in this world a little bit but maybe doing a little bit of world building are there any myths or legends or no. prophecies that here. exist i mean do we have a prophecy that one day someone might stop the storm or is that just yeah we don't yes. even I'd bother love that to i mean i guess that depends yes. on how many generate because if they've been in there for you know five like four or five generations they're not going to know anything else like that wouldn't be like not having a storm wouldn't be like a concept well, but what if that's like, like the myth like, what yeah, if the myth the, the, is that like there is a world without a storm and it did exist well, what if it's like the, if the storm ends it's judgment day like that's the end Ge gehenna comes as soon as the storm ends there could be like battling belief systems, maybe. Like yeah, you know, yeah. start, find like, something yeah. in the storm. See, that's that's oh. Eli's point to me is why I think that we know that there's something else because we keep coming upon ruins mm -hmm. and we keep coming upon people that were frozen in time at that point and you yeah. know have, have joined our tribe now. Uh, so I, I think that there is a little bit of knowledge that we have, but it's very pieced together and very uh, unsure still. Maybe there's a mythology that if the Iron Sworn could just go farther, they'd find the other side. Like, the only reason we're stuck in the storm is because we can only go 12 hours without dying, or whatever it might be. And, like, there are tales of people who are like, well, I think so-and-so saw the end of the storm. They saw the world on the other side. And, and that if you get to there, 
you know, the grass is greener. There's then no would that be like a position, land. like if the storm is positioned in a certain place and you yeah. can get to the uh, to the outer diameter, then you can get out and be outside of the pathway like forever. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, yeah. like what if what if the people that who who are like the iron sworn and who are like the, the landmarks, if they're not in the storm, they're trying to figure that out. Right, like you, like they're like the storm is the they're buffer. positioning. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, the- and, that's, and like theoretically, they can be like, "Hey, I saw the outside." Theoretically, yeah. if the storm was close to the coast and you could somehow swim or ride a boat out far enough, the storm would not continue out into the ocean. It would move back yeah. inland, and you would. But be I free. do, I do really enjoy this idea of they're like leaving people around almost as like GPS markers so that they can try to triangulate when and where they can exit. And maybe there's a specific point on the GPSs that maybe someone said. I, I saw it. I fucking saw it. There's an elder go, who said they saw it. If at this position you go this direction, you all put on these like suits and you go this direction, you're going to be able to get out and stay out for at good. At this exact time, yeah. at this exact place, at this exact location, you're going to find it. And we're just hoping for the day we find that GPS. So if if we're building on this special place being like a coastal thing if we're if we've all we known is traveling on land having people that are like obsessed with you carrying around like a waste of time what if they're like hauling an ark around with them just waiting for the day that they can go yes like you are the crazy person (laughs) on the street in new york talking about the world is going to end because you have a so they're just hauling like on wheels they're hauling this massive boat around just waiting for when they get the chance to leave so we're on like a big land ark yeah so what, what what it sounds like to me is that there's a maybe a cult or a sect of the tribe that as like sort of penance or like a religious angle, they carry like a long boat or something like that with them. And they're, you know, they're crazy. They're the doomsayers. They're the whatever, you know, but they, they believe that what will save us all is when we get to the coast, we jump on this boat. Hmm. But I mean, I think we were talking about it more and like, a, like this is more of like a long, long-term societal goal is to mathematically pin down ah. where, like when the storm hits this location and that's why they're leaving people around is so that they can over a period of time, you know, build up that knowledge and figure out what position the storm needs to be and then what pathway they take to all, you know, make it make a societal mass exit and, you know, usher in kind of like a new age of existing outside of the storm. But that might take, you know, that might take decades. That might yeah. take you know, generations so, and generations right. and generations. But I, I do of, like that group goal. I do think that's a great goal. Uh, yeah, I like the dueling idea, too, of some people believe the waypoints are to remember our past, and then some people believe they're to triangulate our future. And so we're stuck in the present trying to figure out which is which. You so know, it, Because maybe we don't know when we started leaving people. Yeah, and so the original intent isn't anywhere, and so we're there to yeah. interpret. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So is there like a map maker person that yeah. tries to like, like keep a record of these people without just like kind of starting from scratch? Because we, like you said, we don't know, and they like. So are there's trying almost to... like like, and it could be like a like I get what you're saying about having two sects, but you could have like our religious sect. Where they have people that are devoted to, to keeping track of yeah, that information. Yeah. Maybe that's the Iron Prophet, is he thinks he saw it, and now he's mm. trying to triangulate where he was. And so he leads a church of people that are cartographers that are trying to find the point that the Prophet saw. Oh, that could be a thing. Like, the cartographers are like, this is like how we get to the future. Stop that. Who was on a and compass tip earlier? Somebody. I think it was Eli. Yes. 
then we could we could bring that back. And, and like cartographers and historians and the, historians the are like finders, cartographers. The, this church of cartographers, I mean, they would have to have a certain level of of education to be able to do this stuff. Maybe they are also the teachers and the so there's like a there's like a uh, you know education component where they they make sure oh, yeah. you know people understand you know the the knowledge is passed on. Or it could be like the two schools of like the cartographers, the ones like we're going to get off, like we're going to get out of here and this is how and here's all the math for it. And then there's the historians who are like, this is our past. This is what we have to remember. And like, it's like the two. So it's like the goal is still there, but they just have like this split, like you're either keeping track of the past or you're focused on right. Yeah. Right. I'd like to introduce a third sect that just wants more iron and (laughs) (laughs) doesn't Like. What the buyer is yeah, saying yeah. at all. I, I mean, care less about the fucking waypoints. True. That We're here would to actually make sure be we live very funny. Yes. Yeah. They still give a shit. The, yeah. I mean, there, there might be folks that are just like, look, the only option is survive. So the stronger yeah. we are, the better we'll survive. And all of this mm-hmm. record-keeping bullshit is, is just a waste of time. Uh, maybe, who are they? I would imagine they're relatively militaristic or something. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. probably our defense force and the people yeah. who, who oversee... The manufacturing, So now we're almost, maybe? it sounds like we're almost getting, what's that book that there's like the Divergent, I think it was Divergent, called? Divergent, where, where like you're the from different factions. Oh, yeah. That are, yeah, that are oh, dedicated okay. to different like and parts of the city. Maybe that makes up our political system too. You're either from the cartographers, the forecasters, or the uh, I don't give a shit group. And the then those three. I like that. The Ironmongers. I fucking love that. Iron oh, the Ironmongers. Cartographers. The cartographers, the historians, the Ironmongers. Forecasters. Forecasters then, are the, the ones up on the outside. On the outside. Okay. And they form oh like the three people that run our council. And that switches out there every time we switch out waypoints. So it's almost like there's towns. Like the, these schools of thought are divided into like, you know, towns. Yeah. And they have representation on like a shared. Uh, governmental structure okay but so, we all like work together to survive mm-hmm. oh, 100%. oh yeah yeah it's like just you can disagree but you can yeah so we're on the subject of community let's talk about it a little bit uh we'll we'll, we'll get back to the specific things we're talking about but you know what values do we hold dear do we just want to kind of say that we're this uh uh, uh, uh you know iron age viking-like you know hunter-gatherer society where there's not really an economy, there's not really any trade, it's, it, it's all kind of like bartering. Well, I mean, there would have to be some sort of an internal economy. Um, not I necessarily. Mean, I, I like the idea of what we were talking about earlier, the trade economy of, I can do this very well, Yeah. you can do that very well, we're going to scratch each other's back. You know? Yeah, like as long as everyone is doing their job, it's chill. And then if you're not, then we can sort of move into like a court system or like crime and things like that. I also like the idea of like, you know, Finland does rotational service. Once you're out of high school, you have to go into government service in some way. Uh I think maybe if we had some form of that, like as a member of the eye, you have to do one job with one of the tribes um, before you're allowed to pick your vocation. That's a a good question. Do I assume we don't want like your kids do what you do like is there a chance for you to figure out where you're at like if you're a cartographer but your parent is an ironmonger there's like like a, like a sorting I, so. uh, I really want to avoid the idea that 
you know, one particular town resents right. the other for who well, they I, are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We don't yeah. want to set up like we don't want to inadvertently set up like a caste system. Like yeah, that. yeah. Exactly. We want people to move around. So, so we yeah. want. So, I, I think we should consider creating a rite of passage of some kind. Like it's like a you, you know, you want to be a whatever. Maybe you want to be a hunter or something. Well, you've got to go catch your first doe or something. You know. Mm -hmm. Yes. There's a uh oh um there's a thing in LARP called okay. a flight of the sparrow um for elves <laughs> where you like go off into the woods for like two days and you pretty much figure out where you're gonna be depending on how you help the group survive. That's very like bones interpretation of it. Okay. But something like that. So so love, like you love, go love out rites of passage. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, depending on what your job is, you know, maybe a rite of passage is you got to make your first iron sword or whatever, depending on what you want to do for for your job. We talked about the recently deceased. We decided that we do in fact leave them for the storm because they will turn into black iron that we use at a later time, right? Somehow. Yeah. 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 So, what does the tribe call itself? Are we the eye of the storm or are we something yeah. else? Do any names immediately come Maybe to mind? Maybe it should be something based on, like, this, um, you know, triad, like, social, or, you know, quadrants, depending um, on if we count the forecasters. It's like, maybe it's something to do with, like, that, you know, like, three heads or, or four four parts or something. The triumvirate. Triumvirate. I feel like the council could be called the triumvirate. Yeah, since they're, like, like that. the, the leaders of yeah. each of our... I, I think the continent is called the eye. I think we... Or something different. Like we like the, live the land in we're on the eye. eye. Yeah, yeah. We're the um, um, iris. We're the iris. We're the um, what are the different parts of an eye? The cornea. Yeah, the cornea. Thank <laughs> you. The rods and cones. Yeah, we're the little rods and cones running around. <laughs> we're the lids. There you okay, go. Okay, but can that be the one for the birds and the bees? The rod and the yes. cones. The rod and the cone. The rod and the cone. I mean, that would actually work but better that, than that I hate that. Eat. That implies that they have some uh, knowledge of medical science, but I like that very much. Yeah. yeah. Who's to say? We, we can come well, back to the name of our tribe, but uh, I, I like the I idea. Mean, we'll yeah, I was also thinking maybe we could do alternatives for like the Eye of the Storm because I know they call that a cyclone, and Ooh. Ooh. there are a couple different names for them. Put your body like a cyclone. Oh, well, Cyclone's gone. Sorry, guys. <laughs> you ruined Shodi. I'm here to ruin Cyclone. Oh, no. So let's, let's, let's um, go over again some of the jobs or functions that members of the tribe can serve. We've mentioned, obviously, hunters. We've mentioned mm -hmm. the forecasters. Who else? We need medics. Um, you need people in medicine. Yeah. Yes. Cartographers. Citizen. We have the cartographers. And historians. The historians, and we have the ironmongers. Iron Scavengers. We need people cooking. We need people weaving. We, we need, need people building stuff. Like, uh, let's be honest. If we're having carts, and we're like, you're gonna need people who have Someone's at least repair. That. Yeah. 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 We need who's, like a midwife at least. Yeah. One. Who's watching the children? Ah <laughs> uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 Are we using cars? Or are we or horses pulling our shit? Oh, what kind of animals yeah. do we have? Where are, are we, we using animals or do we create stuff? Like I had this combustible. weird idea of it being like manpower, where there's like people at the front hauling it and people at the back pushing it. 
like big palanquins. Yeah, <laughs> we're holding the <laughs> like, whole. That's what we carry around the prophets. But I mean, not that like they're pul- you know, like they have like you have like a long train that has like your forge and we're maybe, like, like the Amish, and... like we're building barns in 0.5 seconds and then just <laughs> pulling <laughs> it away. Yeah, I mean, I think everything would have to be mobile, so like we'd yeah. be staying in like you know leather huts and just very very rudimentary things. Right, because we're not far in technology. It's not like we're working with steam or anything like no, that. Right? I, I no, I think we should stay with the uh, uh, Stone Iron Age, Age, Iron Age kind of aesthetic. I mean, you I could think... get pretty complex tents that like fold to like a like a military backpack, not like a school backpack, but it would yeah. be, you know. All yeah, but like I think it would make on more. Back. It just seems to me that it would make a lot more sense for them to have something that they can just be like, like instead of having to like, okay, now I'm going to set it up, and then I'm going to sleep, and then I'm going to pack it up, and then I'm going to move. I it makes more sense for something. Okay, I'm you know this is something that we can kind of constantly be moving. It doesn't necessarily require on. you to tear it down and pull it That's back up point. because that that they'd have to be doing that constantly. So it makes sense well, to me that they'd have some uh, way to just okay, I'm going to push it. Like a bad you gotta wagon? think of like everything they're wearing, everything that's around them, um, weapons, all that. Where did that come from? So we we well, do have smiths. Yeah, we have this is a smith. Yeah, we have like we, like we do have people three. to make make yeah, things. There'd be carpenters, guys who know how to yeah. work wood. Um, right. There would obviously have to be people who whose job is solely to fix the carts and the and the things that we're using to keep them operational. What if we, we have to have like... some kind of pack animal, but just because yeah. it, it seemed in a tribe of a hundred people, we've already got a ton of jobs that we have to do, and having people who also pulled things. You're right. Seems... That would be a, that would be a big drain. Maybe we yeah, should like big... oxen. Yeah, I, I think it's realistic oxen that we would have collected over the generations horses and cattle, and you know, you you breed them sustainably yeah what about the idea that like you guys know how like a trebuchet is those big moving buildings you use Mm -hmm. for siege what if we were like a big land flotilla like almost like whole have you ever sat on a platform that moved yeah Yeah. like a big trojan horse almost or or like a like a helenopolis or something i don't know what that is that's a good point. The terrain's a really good point. Yeah, I, yeah I th- we're yeah. traveling everywhere. Most nomadic tribes are on horses and on horses, are, yeah. are very minimalistic. I think we could break it up to where it's like 70% of the population just walks everywhere. Then we have horses and cattle and, you know, maybe, you know, the last percentage is like those carts and things that we use. I think most people, though, would probably be on foot. Yeah. But we I don't need... No, sorry. I'm, I'm just thinking of we would need either sheep or like a lot of rabbits or um, like a quick. mobile. I'm, yes, I I'm trying sheep. to think. Okay, cool. cool. I, I, <laughs> I, I mean, bet you we have, have a source of fiber. We, okay. We've got to have like an emergency movement plan too. Like the city always sits in the same way. Your building is exactly where it is on the map, and then if we have to move quick, you're going to go and do the same exact thing in the same exact place every time we move every two days. Now, I was thinking if there's instead just one large tent, and I'm th- now I'm thinking of Bugs Life, where the main character had like something that like went over him as he walked, but just like magnified and added like six more people. Like, they're like a they're big carnival top. Low key, but their costume is this thing that's like 
built into the point where they are physically pillars holding a tent and they hold their position and carry the tent with them. And if they wanted to just like take off their backpack, then there is the tent, but they can also put it on. Maybe that's part of the community is some people's jobs is sorry, bud, but you're a pillar this time. That's a shit job. You run into like you have to like run into like the hut and like hoist them up on your shoulders and carry it and then set it down. Yeah, and And it's and it can be like disconnected for when we go to different types of land so that it doesn't just like that you're not like a big, Uh (laughs) yeah, just hexagon (laughs) that's like how do I go up this fucking mountain? I love the imagery of that though. You know what's gonna (laughs) suck is eventually, eventually this eye is going to be centered on like directly a lake. Oh, and we've got to figure yeah. out how to float for a couple days. The yeah. cartographers are going to be living <laughs> the day that we get to a lake. We're like, fuck yes, here we, we go. Here's our giant boat. And, yeah, and theoretically, if the if the cartographers have kept good notes, you know, if the storm is moving in a direction that maybe we've been before, it's like, oh boy, I hope Fair. it moves this way because this will be revealed or whatever. Yeah. Right. Okay. And so they tell us what to prepare for in those those two days from now. Mm. Two days That's from now, we got to be a boat, makes people. Sense. Yes. Make it happen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, what unique laws exist? I think an obvious unique law would be you don't enter the storm or you don't leave <laughs> right. the the tribe unless yeah. you know told to. Rule number one: we don't talk about Fight Club. <laughs> I think like building zoning, like zoning laws and everything, are extremely rigid you want to bring in a new tent you want to put up a new business you want to do any of that well we're gonna fucking figure it out five times from sunday which makes sense because they'd have to have very detailed plans about about the motion so and introducing like another you know piece into that would be hell yeah yeah so like a really strict homeowners association (laughs) gotcha so zoning laws are rigid i mean I, i would imagine most things like like theft and murder are frowned upon Super shitty. Yeah. And, and if you do <laughs> that, are yes. you put in front of the triumvirate? Is there a specific council? I really... Thrown into the storm. Yeah, I like the idea of a catapult that, like, or a trebuchet <laughs> that flings people into the storm. Bye. <laughs> so bad. Yeet. I have oh, a, I have a little bit more of a first. practical but crueler way if we can do this, which is okay. basically we put a big iron rod in between, break their ankles, and then just let them try oh, to crawl terrible. away from the storm. Why can't I have my storm uh, cannon? I told you. It's a little bit, oh. it's, it's not as complicated as a catapult, but it sends a message. No, it's an iron root. Very brutal. Yeah. Did you say root. that was like human, more humane or inhumane? No, I know. No, no, it's a, like, that's like, I would say that's for like, their. But God, like, like, no one, like, can you imagine if you're like, you know, you see a guy get his, like, legs broken and yeah. left to be sucked up. Like, you're never going to do shit. You're not going to do that, anything that after seems, seeing I don't want to have our, our, like, our community based brutal. off of, like, fear. That right, seems, right. like, that's not a way to start it a community. This way. It's to deter, like, okay, so if you got limited resources, you have 100 people, yeah. and that means you're still probably growing. There's children, well, I'm like, assuming, with this and tribe Allegra, and all that. what you have to take into account is not everybody is as good as you. Well, <laughs> well you know, no! Here's what we have our cake and too. I think that certain leaders would choose this method, this this cruel method, and other leaders might say, you know what, we're just going to cast you out, yeah. you're going to go out, and if you survive, good for you, but don't get anywhere near us anymore. You I know? think that's Outcast, like, yeah. my case would be if we murdered a whole family for something. Yeah. Like, well, I'm talking maybe like violent murder, crimes. What SVU we... crimes, like, like, fuck you, at that point. 
What if we did like a Game of Thrones, like if you're bad enough, you get made to make an oath. Hmm. And if you did a big enough crime, you are going to be a waypoint whether you like it or not, buddy. Or you're the one that has to go like pull on. You have to go switch out with an elder and the elder gets to come back and live with us. Or like okay, so you're like on a list then if you fuck up bad enough. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's Johnny's turn. An alternate alternate with that to that would be is like, okay, you did something really bad. You're the suicide squad that has to pull on the suit and go to the storm. Yeah, yeah. You're an iron sworn. You're involuntarily made to take the oath. So Uh, that's cool. Okay. Yeah. So let me understand Iron it a little bit better. So if you commit a crime, I mean, I think, look. There's got to be a scale. Well, yeah, oh, there has yeah. to be a scale. And I think also, like, I'm sure there's a big thing that, you know, if somebody murders somebody else's wife, that I mean, simple justice is just the other dude's going to come and, and kill him and cut him down. And that's the end of that. Um, but if it's something but, more like theft. What if the or, wife has an affair with a guy? Does that guy have the right to kill the gets, guy who has the affair? Do you see what I'm talking about? Yeah. It can get well, sloppy really quickly, okay. so we gotta be very clear. With Maybe <laughs> for some of it, it's frontier justice. Yes. And for crimes that go against the tribe, that's something that gets brought before the council. Yes. deem judgment. I also feel like I was thinking while you guys were talking about fantasy contraception, and I feel like we have it, because... We because only are you can't, people. You can't be adding. That's you have to keep that population size right now. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. Because there's also you another thing like... we don't want to talk about. Because it's called the number. Like there's only a certain amount of people left. I think. I think we just encourage that everyone keeps it together. Well, and it's that's... like the the zoning laws. You have to apply to have a child. So then, but what, happens if, what happens if what happens if we can someone... support it? Then yes. And then that's why all the gays are super chill. It's because they're like, hey, you can bone, but it doesn't matter because you can't have kids. I I, I might even go so far as to say that the tribe probably promotes a more uh, homosexual lifestyle because it it, 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 it allows for the straights are weird. Yeah. Damn. Yes. Okay. And then Amanda, if a man (laughs) cheats or like if there's some sort of affair and it results in a child, (gasps) that's way worse than you just. Yes creeping you know like who's gonna take care of this kid it's another resource it's another mouth to feed yes and so i think the parent because the child has no choice the parent is like given the ultimate punishment and the child is accepted into the tribe no yeah, and then maybe the there's a word the for being grow an up without its parent just because well, no, but, but then but like you think like about a system we put up but think about it though yeah. because these people are so that would be like the worst crime you could commit is to tax the resources of this 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 tribe further so having a, like a, an unplanned child would be like the worst crime that you could commit because maybe so it would make sense the worst, like, okay, but like you know the people who have to carry now. everything yeah. they're going to put a whole guilt complex if you do stuff like that you get the like the less desirable I think there jobs. is a balance mm-hmm. where you know having a kid is not going to destroy the the entire fragile ecosystem but you know w- there is a reality that the eye might enter a place where there were people who were in a torpor for for a long time do we adopt them into the tribe do we kill them all do we leave them there i mean that's a challenge and i think that i think that there should be a little bit of leeway where we could adopt new people as old people die i think it would come into like how useful are you 
Sure. It, it, that's like, what I'm saying. Is it needs to come down to like I know Allegra. It sucks, but you no, gotta think about you gotta think about the reality. But what if instead of that, no. <laughs> number one, no. number one, are you straight? Number two, can you cook? Number three, can you fight? And we go through these questions. If, if you answer correctly, then you can hang. Plus, what if like, have, like, some of this has to be bad if we're ever going to have that No, I want to make a lovely, happy, perfect, got, beautiful society like, of everyone suck. that's kind and but good. Allegra, it would suck. But I know. Allegra, I know. We just became the 100. <laughs> <laughs> we're the 100. We're exactly that. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, just, and, just... and this is where you're going to get your trauma when you're playing the character. Because right. otherwise, you're going to have no fun. Uh, I'm gonna let you guys decide this then, because I'm just gonna advocate for a perfect, happy society where everyone is loved. I, I, I do think that it depending on the size, because if it's like less than twenty, I'm sure we can accommodate and do something. But if we came across like of another hundred bunch sure, of people, sure. now fight. we're into we a territory of, and also well, we don't know what their response to us would be. Part of the fun of Iron Sworn is that there's nothing stopping your first character being the current leader of the tribe, and you could dictate whatever you want the tribe to that do. That's very and, true. You know, so so there's there's room for that. So let's keep moving. So we talked <laughs> about like a dick move. <laughs> I've created all these rules in this session zero, and now I just took one and fuck torture tactic. Fuck it all up. It'll be great because then every episode becomes the next person undoing what the last person it's just real politics at this point oh, where we're fuck. just no you sign stack of executive orders i'm the president now <laughs> so we, let, let's move on to our leaders how do we govern ourselves it sounds like we've decided there are you know the, what did we call it the, the triumvirate the triumvirate shiny boys but I also think there should be checks and balances in place for that. Like, there should be something that backs up in case we have three assholes but like, in the tribe. But, like, in an Iron Age society, would there be checks and balances? I guess that's... If it's Athens, yeah. But otherwise... I mean... I, I mean you know what? I can adopt <laughs> totally whatever we want. I was going to say, I feel like there's, there's a lot of places that had their shit tight that just weren't writing shit down. You know, let's consider best case scenario that these people all said, look, all that we have are each other. So we have to come up with something that everybody feels is relatively fair. We have these different factions that kind of do things. We're going to take one leader or one person from each of these factions and they kind of make the major decisions for the tribe. But these these leaders have to kind of present these ideas to the tribe. And if the tribe thinks this is suicide or it's a crazy idea, then they have to face the tribe and, you know, the right. repercussions of that. So we have a majority veto that goes at the tribe level. If if the tribe represents 51% do not want this to happen, or, or whatever percentage, it doesn't have to be 51%. But if we decide the council's fucking nuts... We go with what the tribe says instead of them. But remember, there are people who are going to be loyal to the council regardless. Sure. So it's oh, going it, to, yeah. you'll have like a definite. But we want that, right? That's politics, because that, that makes <laughs> the game more exciting when yes. we're playing it. Now, yeah. how does the Iron Prophet so, fit into all of this? Is he part of one of those factions? Is he his own thing oh, that they deal off. out every think, once in a while? I think he's maybe just he's like, the counselor for the um, cartographers. Yeah. He, maybe he's been there for fucking forever. And everybody's like, when is this, when this guy, guy going to die? He's Mitch the McConnell. guy with the boat. 
but he's not he's necessarily the the like the, the the guy that goes no. to the triumvirate. He's just kind of no. Like, he's like a like an advisor or like someone that you go and leader. talk to. It's like oh, we I gotta mean, go talk think, to this think guy. About, think about like the, the impracticality of rolling him to the council. Every yeah, day. <laughs> <laughs> he's considered like a like a pope or or an apostle or something like that. Like you go to yeah. him in a religious crisis when it comes to being a cartographer. But he's not one making a decision. Mm -hmm. He could be one of the original people, if you think, or, like, the oldest survive, like, current, like, the longest, like, the legacy. Like, I hate to say it. What if, like, the iron, what if, like, being mostly composed of the iron, like, preserved him somehow? Like, his, you know, like, his heart is beating slower Oh, that's not where I was going. (laughs) Wait, where were you going, Amanda? He's just old. I just think he's the oldest one there. Like, he, like. You could say like his like his grandpa that he obviously remembers was around before the storm, so or maybe he's the closest person to know what life was pre the storm or something like that. That's why, or at least because he's like because I I feel like if he's old enough, you would give him the respect that he deserves because he does know a lot. But at the end of the day, you're like, eh, this is, yeah, and there's a lot of a couple tacos short of a platter, but still. And there's a lot of respect in him claiming to be the one that saw the the edge of the storm you know right yeah yeah um and there's obviously something very interesting about the fact that he's almost entirely iron and yet is still alive there, yeah there's something, that could be, there. there's something there yeah. it's like there. Has something it's almost like the guy like you know the guy in fallout 4 you know you're the main character in fallout 4 you know you wake up 200 years later and, why you know, is it right? you're you're this relic yeah, yeah. so and, go ahead I like the idea of people trying to figure out why he's like that. You know, why didn't he enter a final season? Is that because he found the end of the storm? Is that because of all these ideas? And so it becomes a religious sort of research amongst the cartographers to find out why this old guy's still kicking. I think there's a weird, because water is like this weird, like, not enemy of the storm, but like a gate to getting out of it for the cartographers. There's a real like boy in the iceberg potential for him being yeah. the way that he is, yeah. regardless of if that's true. But we could like say he like froze almost to death or something. Gotcha. Uh, here's another question that maybe we can't answer, but it's worth bringing up. Is there a secret that the leadership knows that most members of the tribe mm. do not? Is there some kind of hidden thing well, that only the top brass know the obvious thing to me here is like either either they they know they're the only ones that know hey there's a potential for us getting out of this place if we can just figure out where you know wh- when and where we need to go or they disseminate that information to everybody else to keep them going but they know like insiders that's not true we just made that up to keep you oh, know yeah. people in line the, oh, the like prophecy the, 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 yeah. the prophecy is, is kind of propagated by the leaders I was well, thinking maybe they're hiding a greater evil in the storm too. Maybe something's chasing us, and they don't have the heart to tell us. Yeah, like I think a big I think monster. they might know that there are horrors lurking in in the storm that sometimes trickle out, and we've managed to keep them at bay. But you know, the hunters, the folks that are always at the edge of the storm, are the first to see it. Yeah, what and if, ma- maybe they go spontaneously missing when someone comes back and claims they saw something. Because they're trying to keep us away, yeah. you know, away from doom and gloom in the society. So what? They just like like somebody comes back. Oh, you know too much. Put the in their head. Yeah. Blah, Possibly. Blah. All of a sudden, they're left crawling. Another reason why forecasters <laughs> are not necessarily always coming back to the tribe. They always stay away exactly. because they see things. 
What if there's an instance where the storm just once enough to make it where we don't know if it's going to happen again? If the storm, if the eye shrinks, shrinks mm. one time, Whoa. and we don't know why, why? And we it doesn't yeah. keep happening. But we like if people know they're gonna think the eye is shrinking and they're gonna start freaking out and buying toilet yeah. paper. Then it so, becomes. I love that. You know why I love that? Because then our whole Iron Swarm game becomes a climate change metaphor. Yep. <laughs> oh, so, so Zakia, maybe part of the 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 myths and legends is that at one time the eye was bigger, and yeah, we, yes. sub, we we theorize it might be getting smaller over time. Oh, I like that. And they're keeping yeah, and that what information. If, if from... there's someone that comes out of Torpor that was here when the storm was bigger, and they come back and they're like, "Hey, this is small gang," and <laughs> that freaks everybody out because right. you can't, you shouldn't say shit like yeah, that. Yeah, And they just think like they don't know that that's a problem. Um, any other thoughts on this? What is... I just really enjoy that concept of yeah. like, grab oh, over. Like, oh, it's yeah. awesome. What is the political climate right now? It sounds like we've kind of established that these three factions have a kind of peace. They're all doing something useful. But it sounds like we were implying the Ironmongers might be a little bit more militaristic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, like you have, yeah, like the Ironmongers, and then there's the cartographers, and then there's the forecasters forecaster well I, but then I, it sounds like the forecasters are more like a special group that yeah, yeah the forecasters like are just out. than it is a... well, well then who is representing the because our cartographers are representing what the future uh -huh. who's representative of our keeping the past yeah. alive so, sorry, so to make it storm? clear the cartographers are their ultimate goal is to escape the storm that's why they're yeah. following it the historians mm -hmm. want to preserve our records. They want to preserve our history. And then the ironmongers just want to put all resources into surviving. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And I, I mm -hmm. think maybe there's sort of a right brain, left brain to the cartographers and the historians. Yeah. Maybe the historians are where we get our art and the the cartographers are where we get mm -hmm. our sciences. Science and, and manufacturing. Right. Yeah. And Kinda we'll like, say that like the, knowledge and wisdom. And we'll yeah. say that the tribe is is mostly happy with the leadership. As you know, we'll, we'll start at a kind of a neutral point where there's yeah. not, you know, yeah. there's a there's a, a sort of peace in in the tribe. I do like the idea though that there's some mystery around the council where people generally enjoy that they keep us safe and that they make these big decisions, but everyone knows there's some things that maybe they don't tell us the whole story on, or or we don't know exactly what happens in the room. I like mm -hmm. that too. Let's move on to a different subject. Let's talk about the defense. Um, we talked about the forecasters. They're a major defense of, of learning. Um, what defenses can be employed by a nomadic tribe from, let's say, uh, scavengers? Let, let's say that there are a group of people that were frozen in iron. When they come out, they're really um, aggressive. Uh, you know, I, I guess we have weapons, uh, but there wouldn't really be, like, we wouldn't have fortresses. We wouldn't have... Um, big things to defend us no yeah. i feel or like it would wrong? be more like like a cavalry guard at the very yeah. least or mm -hmm. and then just regular ass on foot guards yeah in the tribe what like different rings of guards like the forecasters are kind of like the first line of defense yeah. and then there's the cavalry and then around the center oh, there's god like the so the forecasters are almost like navy seals yeah. in like training forecasters yeah. have a yeah. hard job yeah they are really forecasters are like rangers they're just out on their own mm -hmm. doing their own shit. yeah right and then I think iron, the Iron Sworn would be our main line of offense in terms of militarization. They're the ones that, if we have to, if nothing else can be done, they're the ones that go out into the storm 
and you, you know it's like you're calling in SEAL Team Six. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm. Go ahead, Zakia. I was I was thinking of just like if people if the eye moves and we have people that are iron and we're waiting for them to thaw, do we put like mines around them just in case? So when they do thaw, we're like. Be, keep, be cool or else. I don't know if they're not cool. That seems like a lot of work. Mines? I think that for the purpose of survival, cool. we, we have to say that magically things come back to life pretty quickly. Like, I would say within okay. an yeah. hour, anything that was alive when the storm hit comes back you know, to life. We're, we've talked about like this Viking mentality a lot, and if that's true and we want to go with that Viking mentality, the attitude would be there's these people we're coming across. We don't know who they are. They have valuable resources. You get in there, you slaughter them, you take their stuff, and you move on. I that's wrong. I know a lot. That is one that's true. But, but history. <laughs> but, oh. this, this brings I us kind of to the next subject, which is our religion. Um, uh, within the Iron Sworn book, there's there's three options that they give you that we can build upon, which is, um, are our views on religion that Ironlanders just mumble prayers out of habit, but most believe the gods have abandoned us? Is prayer comforting and religions are, in fact, practice? And, or, C, are the gods very present, plentiful, and powerful? I, I think like the we're... idea that... Oh, sorry. Go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. I like the idea that like the cartographers, the historians, and the ironmongers all come from different places on like a religious kind of spectrum. Like the cartographers are like the future is what like the future is what will pre preserve us. So like we're moving toward the future. Like the future is almost its own god. And then the historians are like our past is what preserves us. So like like the ancestors and like the ancestry of the tribe and like the old beliefs of the so tribe are like really alive wonder, within though. them. And then the ironmongers are like the earth is what gives us. Like mm. they all kind of like have like different levels. Yeah. And that's where the religiosity that makes of me that's an interesting from. concept because then it's almost like you have the cartographers are worshiping, you know, science and the future yes. as like right, a god. Exactly. And then you have the historians which are almost looking at like past historical figures from mm -hmm. the world before well, and that's what I was thinking. Gods. Almost like an it, Alexander the Great type For of historians, maybe there's this belief that our dead become gods. That the waypoints, the people that we keep out in the storm are a part of the central religion and are like the direct speaking voice to like God. Like low-key or... oracles of Delphi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly, yeah. yeah. Okay. I think that, oh, that, that kind of centers everything from like heaven, earth, not hell, but down there. The, yeah. the ironmongers are earth-focused. Yes. Right. They're sort of goth ask or at least <laughs> metalheads think and yes. then the um the cartographers are like god has change in Science. in the air future Knowledge. yes yes and then god the historians are below the, the ancestors under. are like soul right the historians yeah. Like, yeah. like yeah worship the ancestors and that's kind of a soul component i like yeah that. yeah and so I, I mean they're... it's sort of like there are like um Asian cultures where sometimes they'll dig up their dead and bring them out and actually bring them into the center of the community and everyone throws a party for their dead and redresses mm -hmm. them and hugs them and loves them and leaves them gifts and then interns them again. That's what I'm thinking for for our uh, historians is like it's a celebration because you're speaking to God because this is who came before. Right. And so, mm. yeah, exactly what we're going for there. Um, 
is there any religion around the storm? I mean, certainly if if ancient man would look at the sun and think that might be a god, certainly a, an all-encompassing storm would be some kind Maybe, of... Maybe, what if they think it's like... Ironmongers. But what if yeah. they think it's more of like like a consequence than a god? Like, like hey, we, like we fucked up and this is why this happened to us. Oh. I, I like the idea of a curse or the storm is a consequence of something. That's our done. rapture? Yes. Or like, I, or like Eli was saying with the... Uh, you should say it. You said it. I'm oh. gonna, you should say the words. Uh, oh, I was saying that the um, that the ironmongers would be more connected with the storm or yeah. with with that stuff, and maybe even more of a, a zealous kind of attachment yeah. to it, um, since iron is what the storm creates. Mm. Um, therefore, making items out of iron t to defend the tribe and stuff like that is the most like honorable goal for mm -hmm. an iron monger to to achieve like um, the storm takes from us but it. we give that like we take from it too yeah so, yeah so is the for the iron mongers is the storm an extension of of the divine or the divine itself well i think while other places see it as a curse or residual yeah. consequence to something they see it as a, a gift that was given to them yeah. this is our it gives them life. a source of yeah. power yeah this is what you, we are supposed to do yeah. we get when iron you think to survive about it, and yeah like it is the, what it is. the iron mongers must think the storm gave them the eye like there has to be a reason why they're protecting us mm -hmm. yeah and yeah. and obviously to, to attempt to leave the storm would be blasphemous or you know exactly. a terrible idea cool so let's move on from religion you go to mysticism uh do we a call upon mystics to divine fortune or perform rituals b magic is rare and dangerous or c magic courses through this land and even common folks know a ritual or two um, I think it would be nice to kind of live in that middle ground where magic is rare, but, but it's there. You know, someone could learn it. There are probably people who could divine things. Unless you guys feel like, different. I want to say like our our the boys that are out on the edges the of it, the forecasters yeah. are the ones that might have some residual mysticism attached to it, and especially our our guy who has who's covered in iron he should have some type of mysticism yeah. attached to it so that we relate iron to being a source of like power on multiple levels you so, know so interesting it's, interestingly enough in iron sworn iron is like a magical thing it can repel the fey it can repel um certain magical creatures so yeah i like the idea that that there's something magical about iron um so it's almost like the people who have more exposure to the iron collect some of that residual power. Yeah, yeah. that would make sense for the forecast. There's, there's a, there was a belief that if you if you put like the ashes of your ancestors into a blade while you're making it, that the blade would be stronger. So is that kind of what's happening here? In that, like, more like the the black, black iron. Yeah, iron. yeah. If you forge yeah. a sword made of black iron. It, it might contain the soul of uh, an ancestor or something. Oh, and like, so like, give it a plus one situation. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, yeah. black iron, it comes from, like, the dead you leave behind and then later yeah. come across again. Yeah. We, we yeah. should put in some mythology, too, for the idea of people holding black iron that comes from their legacy. Like, if you could oh, find... Yeah some uh, black iron that is of your blood it's even more powerful in your uh, hands and you're destined yes. to yes, have yes, yes. Let me, or let me like families are carrying cool. a weapon yeah. that they've had for generations exactly. and that's i love that i love that so if you leave a body leaving a leaving someone into the storm the markings that get left on i think 
every group has a marking. So like the, like the people that would rest. yeah that would keep track of your blood that's historian shit. Mm-hmm. But like where you are and when you are that's cartographer shit. And then so we have to overlap. Want to like think about because they they if they want to turn your body into something they want to remember what kind of person you were because they don't want like shitty black iron. So they're gonna put something about your character on you. Yeah. So when oh you my come, god, that's brutal. So they're like branding you with, with like you your or tattoos. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love yeah. the but, idea too of like if you, we were to find an ancestor, the person alive in the tribe is the one who has first say on what happens with that iron. Yes. Not the council, not anyone else. This is Greg's buddy. <laughs> Greg's gonna do it, guys. Go get Greg. My boy, and I'll make him into the sword myself. Exactly. <laughs> no question. Yes. No question for the uh, the uh, LGBT ones that it because if they don't have children or something left behind, they can if they want to probably inscribe yeah. who, of that lineage yeah. and be like. Yeah. Like, they're their own families without, like... Yeah, yeah. You can create, like, your own family crest or something like that. that, that, Your homies. It should be very easy. Families, whatever you build. Yeah. It should be very easy in the community to make someone a part of your ancestry. Yeah. Like, as long as both parties are consenting, it should be, like, an instant thing. And they they write it down in the big historian book, and now under the ancestry. Yeah, so that's sort of the more common magic is... The magic of consent, not to be yeah. a college RA. But yes, <laughs> that is that is something that everyone can participate in. Whereas uh-huh. the more powerful stuff is for like the forecasters, right? And it speaks to this idea of how important connection is to the tribe, being yeah. bound to someone that you appreciate, and everything like that. I think that's really special. Yeah, that's cool. Um, are these people who have mystical or or you know powers? Are they accepted, feared, persecuted? I mean, in this society, it seems like I have to imagine these forecasters, they have to be revered figures. Revered, yeah. Like, they're like the heroes of your society. You know, they're telling you where to go. Yeah. Well, I I think anyone with an oath is in that same vein. It's like, oh, my God, look at the walking dead. Like, this is someone who's promised to give their lives. And, and, yeah. And, And I think that can tie to how... You know, our, the, the, the ability to form an alliance with somebody has its own kind of magic. Making a vow has its own kind of magic. And, and you know, kind yeah. of committing to something gives it power. And the more people that commit to it uh, might give it more power. But, okay, I, so mm-hmm. we'll say that people with these powers are actually very accepted uh, and, and revered because I, we've already established that everyone who has an ability is kind of, you know, fa- you know some, they find a purpose for them. What if I, I we like, kind of treated it a little bit like the the Night's Watch in Game of Thrones, where it's like, yeah, we like them and we respect them and stuff, but I wouldn't want to be those guys, you yeah, know, yeah. necessarily. I, I would go sentence, out of my way yeah. to be it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like you'll definitely get the respect and the clout points for it, but you know, I'm not gonna tell my son to go become a forecaster, um, even if you have the power or the ability to do yeah. that. Um, so, co- so common folk don't like. Like if my son might be a forecaster, yeah. like no, I want him to be an uh, you know an iron a, monster. Yeah. Well, I think it's just more yeah. of it's a di- more difficult way of life because yes. it's easier yeah. Yeah. like when you could just be in the center of like the town, village, and whatnot. Yeah. It's but that's that just the easiest like... way of life, and you don't want that for your I mean, kid. Think but think about like think about like how some people don't want their kids joining the army because they're afraid yeah. of the danger that they'll be sure. put in. Yeah, I mean, yeah. right. Yeah, exactly. Something like that. 
Plus, it I, reinforces that those forecasters have their own residual bond as a group and stuff like that because they're right. pushed out to the outskirts, and then their survival is not only, like, a part of, like, the tribe's overall survival, but their, as a group, their own secular survival. Yeah. Like, I, I think maybe... Go ahead, Leg. It, it's gone now. My okay. brain okay. threw it out. <laughs> it doesn't right. exist anymore. No, no, it's totally not important. I think maybe there's a rule, too, that in the council, only two out of the three seats can be someone who uses magic. So maybe there's <sighs> this awareness that there has to be some representative for them um, that, that isn't magic using. Yeah. 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 Only two out of three can perform magic. Like like at most. Like Yes. You can most. you have you most. have to have one, but you can't have more than two. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Must have one, but not more than two. I also feel like the forecasters are kind of because they they would be the first people to see if the cartographers are right or if there's a bunch of people coming in. Yeah. Or the first people to meet people that yes, might yeah. know things that disagree There'd with what like the council system. is telling people. Yeah. Right. They might want to have forecasters in their pocket. Yeah. Just like to be sure, like if you send a bird back, send it to my house. No. Right. His the house. like community yeah. fest or whatever. Oh, we're so hitting. now you're almost getting into Drama. like a corporate Political Well, it, it reminds me of the spacefaring guild in Dune. Like they have their yeah. own kind of power. Yeah. So, so let, let's let's continue though. We're, we're getting close to the end of some of the questions I have. I have another question about in Iron Sworn. There is a group of people called the Firstborn, and these are a, technically elves. Do we have elves in this world? Is that something where before the storm there were elves, or are we just complicating things with this extra element? Uh, this might. I, this is purely from me liking pretty elves, but I like elves, please. Yeah. Do you wanna, what if we're all just you half hear their, You want to hear their butt cheeks clapping? Hey, hey, stop! stop. Right, we're, 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 we're not there yet! Right 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 I say elves because I've already ordered new elf ears okay. for the year. Okay. So yeah, we I'm have sure. elves. Are they integrated into it, or are they just kind of like legend, yeah. like they once existed and maybe we'll come across them? I say let come across them. Okay, yeah. I like the idea that they're like one in a thousand people actually carry the blood for it. And you and you know there's be like one, Yoda. Yeah, there's there's <laughs> one blacksmith who swears the sword is made from like elven black iron, but is fucking lying. Mm. <laughs> they're like coveted. They're coveted materials. Like an yeah. elven corpse is perfect or something yeah. like that. You know, maybe it goes back. Elven blood is the people who came before the storm. Ooh, oh, they've like ah. mutated. Yeah. Oh, so is the Iron Prophet an elf? That's interesting. Maybe that would be interesting. I like because that. that would make That's him why... like he could be old. Yep. And why he could survive it for so long. Yeah. Oh, and then maybe that's what his naysayers say. Like, ev everyone under his church is like, oh, my God, he saw the edge of the storm. Everyone else is like, no, nah, he's just an elf. You he's just a firstborn. Yeah. You can't yeah. trust him. So the, 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 elven, uh. the elven people were in the Iron Lands before the storm, and they, you know, probably had some level of prominence or something, and then the storm occurred. Maybe they even, maybe they even were the cause of the storm. Who knows? I they think got the hell out. It's important to note the difference between elves and whatever not elves are is their hardiness to the storm. And it's not like elves are, are maybe a strain or like a variance of human and not a race because that could be weird. Yeah. Quick. That's maybe, a point. <laughs> maybe elves are automatically iron sworn too. They're, they're born with a vow. 
because of their lineage and because how much they can do in the storm and that's that's how they happened that's how they happened there's there was a big vow an ancestral vow that a fuck ton of people agreed to and that's why that magic is like binding for there you go. thousands of years however long we've been here and part of that consequence was whatever physical shit that makes elves look like elves so, so they saw the storm they understood that they brought this folly on the world or whatever happened because it's going to be super vague and they said in the face of it we're going to make a vow that we stop this thing or, or whatever it might be we become a part of this I love that yes cool okay we'll, we'll we'll add that to kind of the legend where it's not it's not entirely it's not clear sure. but it's kind of you know uh, insinuated maybe or maybe we think that um uh and and obviously i think this is at least i think this question's obvious but did ancient civilizations leave behind ruins and relics and i think that's an obvious yes oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yes yes for sure so let, i want i want our viking raids absolutely <laughs> so so let's talk a little bit about the beasts of the land theoretically any wildlife that we come across has only been reanimated for maybe a few hours. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm thinking, what if the tribe, what if the tribe decides to hunt animals only in the back of the storm, because it implies that they've had a chance to live for maybe a couple of days. There's like a kind of like a mercy kill to it. Um, yeah. But I also imagine of like the the survival inst like sur human survival instincts would drive you to be right at the front as yes. soon as you see something move you shoot it it's dead you yes. eat it that's you're, that's you're humanity right. you're right that's who but also that would be like, a little if we, cool if we, in a way but also so, if we if we know we ha we have limited resources we're not gonna just cap all of them we're gonna we're gonna have to yeah like, it has to be a have to have that whole system exactly also, the idea that they are harvested at the back implies a cyclical nature that we've sort of already been going through they're allowed a life cycle from the lid to the um yeah. I already forgot our word the, the lid to the anvil and then as yes. soon as they reach the anvil that's the end of their life cycle I I think again you know Aaron has a point. But yeah. that might be like a like a, a who's ruling kind of make that decision. I mean, right. if if it's a situation where we haven't found any meat in weeks, yeah, we're going to right to the front, and the first thing that moves, we're we're taking it out. Um, but I I think that you know if we're if we're doing things right and things are going accordingly, then the hunt tends to happen at the anvil. Or so what about what about this? Like in in Polynesian culture and Hawaiian culture and stuff like that, there are certain times of the month. You, you plant, harvest, and reap, and, and catch things. So it, it, what if, like, the beginning of the, the month cycle, you hunt towards the anvil, but towards the leaners or towards the end of the uh, time, you're then hunting more towards the lid. Or like even that. during seasons or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yes. when things yeah. are scarcer, the hunting is free for on either side. During more abundant times, like the springtime and stuff like that, you're only hunting towards... Oh, the the anvil and stuff like that. Yep. Is there like a a more rugged cartographer that's like declaring what season it is for yeah. everybody, and like when you so. can hunt and where? I think they would have that at that point because it's been so long. They uh, I feel like that would be a natural thing within their jurisdiction where yeah like they would know oh like oh we're hitting that this season we're hitting this time. It also uh, I, begs the question, though, if we've been around for generations and generations, how are there still resources? Because I mean, they come the, back to life. I mean, oh, I think no, it also no I, but if you kill eye. it in the eye, it's yeah, dead. Right. Yeah, I mean, I, it, it, uh, my answer to that is that if you look at the map that I have here uh, that is all hexed out, that's right. it's that's huge. Right. It's I mean, huge. It's, yeah. it's, and, every, and every hex counts as like six miles, so... 
There's uh, lots and lots of space. And, cool, and, cool, the, cool, cool. and so I, I think... I don't think I'm thinking about easy. it too much. I won't ask anymore. But you also got to consider that animals will adapt to migration patterns and stuff like that. No, that's and a so good they point. would also be yeah, migrating just as we are. Yeah. There's, there's an important, that becomes super important to like animal husbandry is if, if we can only accommodate 25 sheep, but our sheep keep fucking, we got to leave some sheep in the store. Yeah. Because. Yeah. Save it for later, kind of thing. Um, oh, Especially that's if it's a, a great yeah. idea too. That's we, a good point. We voluntarily like throw some in. Yeah, yeah, like a walk-in freezer. <laughs> They're the freezer. <laughs> well, no, they were left <laughs> for us by our previous generations, yeah. right? Yeah. We have yeah. to do the same. We have to replenish because we don't know how long we'll almost survive. Like a, almost like a religious sacrifice. Yeah. Yes. Well, that, yeah, we leave those around the obelisks. Yeah. That could be uh, an issue if we if we encounter other tribes is seeing people that aren't recycling and that's like we recycle cool. no 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 what you take you put back because you don't like, know when we need it but like we even need is there room for another tribe and it seems like it seems to me that in this well like that's a relatively confined space it seems like there exactly. was space this thing. we're gonna Past see another tribe I, I think re i think realistically the tribe assumes that they are the only survivors in the entire world and if they come across someone else it's because the eye of the storm has passed them and they've like dropped the you know the, the iron has gone away but they're, yeah. they're not like their own tribe surviving in the storm. Yeah. Right. I just want to say this yeah. before I physically forget it, but I think instead of having a normal day cycle, we track time on the cycle of the movement of the storm. So if two yeah. days we move five miles, you a whole day is the span of our two days. Almost like so. you're keeping track, like you're like talking about time like it's distance. Exactly, uh. yeah. That's so we, we didn't go through time. a day. We went through a, a storm cycle or something like that. Storm cycle, I like that. Time equals distance. Time. Storm cycle is the is the time it takes to pass. Yeah. <laughs> a blink, if you will. Someone needs to write this up and create a spreadsheet <laughs> for me. I really like the idea of like, you know. You're, you're totally right that like deer populations would stay within the eye once they entered the eye and then they would always kind of be around and like we'd be aware of them like if we all lived like in a in a national park or something like that you know you, you'd be aware of the populations of the different animals and, yeah you know you, you, sometimes you get a bear caught in there and we got to decide what we're gonna do about this fucking bear that's you know yeah. now now in the you're eye you're gonna want that pelt you're gonna, gonna want eat. that pelt oh, that's gonna be <laughs> a whole thing Wait, if this is like a rule of magic, can someone just like, I don't know, hypnotize the bear and therefore we could have a bear to ride like a horse? Sure. I, I just love the I idea. If you want to ride a bear like a horse, then yes. Yes. I love the idea that eventually the forecasters are like, I'm so sorry, guys. It's tiger season. Please stay indoors. <laughs> like, it's going to be tiger Such season right, in the next two cycles. Stay <laughs> <laughs> away bear. from the tigers. <laughs> so let's get to the oh, kind of the, okay. the, the, the final section here, which is called yes. the horrors. Um, are the horrors of the Ironlands stories to frighten children? only found in the dark forests and lurking in deep depths, or the dead do not rest in the Ironlands and at night we light torches, scatter salt, and post sentries. So the implication is how how bad is it in the storm? You know, how how plentiful are, are our enemies? I think it so, should be in ahead, the, the bat like in the lurking depths in the background. Yeah. Just mm -hmm. waiting. Almost like like sea monsters. You yeah. know, like you so, there's stories about them, but like in that like in that, seen... that bit of Prince of Egypt where they, they like split the sea and there's that big fish mm -hmm. thing that you don't yeah. know what the hell it is. Yes. 
Uh, have you guys ever seen that really bad movie, The Mist? It was based off yes. of yes. Netflix. You know how at the very end, he's sitting yeah. there in the car and those big fucking behemoths walk just past him in the in the fog outside and you know in reference he's like six feet tall and the the behemoths like 250 i mean i love the idea of that of like you you walk out there and there are these things that you can't even fathom that are just designed we have no idea what they are like a titan or something yeah like titans a lot of our shit is like body focused we have not at all considered ghosts true and can they yeah. move freely in the storm? Maybe. Oh God! It's yes. a bunch of ghosts I feel like the storm would actually like it traps them. It's like because it is a mystic kind of storm as well. It's also cursed, so mm. that could be another reason why they say no, it's cursed. If you go in there, you're going to see some shit. Yeah. It's so not maybe just me. like Iron Ghost. The the dead that are oh, in yeah. torpor, the the folks who are waiting for the eye, are spirits until the storm passes through. So the people who are our beacons become spirits and they are without rest until the eye brings them back to life. And they could be whatever, like they don't have to be human sized. They could sure. be these titans. Huge. Yeah, yeah, this imagination. Oh, yeah. Ooh, yes, if we <gasps> see some dope ass titans, that is going to be what leads us to this, the, their black iron. Oh. And it, that that will be what inspires, and that's sort of. I think the forecasters oh. are the people that have that insight of like there is a tight like, ass bear coming. But like, then they have like a motivation to go out and like try to fight that and and f- or find resources. the black iron it's yeah. protecting. Yeah. So wait a minute, yes. wait a minute. The bigger the ghost, what the the means the more important person that's this there, is straight or? up straight up out of Soul Eater. But the stronger the soul, the bigger. <laughs> <laughs> the soul is yeah yes. so like a past council member like one of the triumvirate from 200 years ago would manifest in a way that resembles the etchings we put into his iron body or whatever you know if everybody called him the bear he might come up as the bear or whatever uh, i see you, you or, or what to... if or what if the like the spirit goes back into the wrong body when the eye goes over what if like all the spirits are like mixed up Just and someone gets like shuffle. the wrong soul showed yeah. back into them Imagine when it comes the, out the, the the bastard kid that we were discussing earlier what if their soul is like frighteningly large and like people like that's what gives them their cred because society wise like they would be this like orphan that no one gives a fuck about yeah but if they are lost if they are in the storm and we see their spirit and it's just insane like and they come back after a cycle and they're you know weird or however that would give them way more cred than they had in their life before for sure so yeah so it's 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 unusual if a young person has a giant soul but it could happen one could inhabit them or they could be destined for something and there can be like stories about like oh if you like like the stories to scare kids could be like oh that big soul is going to come in and steal your body while you're sleeping and you're going to yeah. get thrown out in the storm and, and they're going to come into your body and like that one may or may not actually happen but that can be like well but i sto- think, like th- those can be like the spooky stories that kids hear yeah yeah i think there's a lot of truth to that That's though because if you're wandering the storm trying to find your body you'll take whatever first one you can find so maybe True. the spirits right. don't see our world the way we do and so they see us traversing the storm and think, that's where I need to be. And that's how we get into fights with these titans is they're desperately Ooh, yeah. trying to find home. And, like, some of, some of them still, like, have enough memory to be like, okay, I have to stay around my body. Yeah. But, like, there are other parts of the storm that are, like, worse maybe, like, or more 
uh, intense. And that's where, like, the bigger... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, souls get lost out there. So, can anything... We've talked about a couple things that might be able to survive the storm. One of them is a storm bird, which sounds like it's going to be an ostrich. And the other thing is elves. Are we going to commit to this idea that the elves can somehow survive? I think they're hardy. That would be a good idea. I, I don't know that it's like they live forever out there in the storm. I think it's that they're way more accustomed to it or like resistant. Yeah. Maybe the elves can like live outside of it and they can like they have enough hardiness to pass through the entire wall of the storm to get to the eye. That like that's the extent of their well. ability. Do we want to like give them... opposite direction? Do, what if we, regardless of whether or not it's true, but understand that elves the are are like storm cycle is what they they can survive in the storm. It's like our 12 hours mm. is their 3 days. Maybe right. maybe they can just go for like longer. Yeah. 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 Okay. okay. Um so before we close this out, I wanted to go over some mechanical game rules that I wanted to talk about that are a little bit homebrewed, but I wanted to just kind of make sure everybody was on the same page about this. So when we begin our first session, one of you, and we're going to have to decide who's going to go first, but one of you will play and will design a new character. But I want to have a rule that a new character can only be generated once a pre-existing character has made it safely back to the tribe. Um, oh. If that pre-existing character is still undergoing a quest away from the tribe or something like that, then the story must be continued until it reaches some kind of conclusion. How, how does everyone feel about that? What happens? That's fair. Yes. What happens if this person on the quest ends up being eaten by the storm? Uh, You know, uh, I stays the whole twelve hours and becomes iron. Do we make a new character then? Um, I would say, I would say that that story comes to a reasonable conclusion. I mean, maybe we run into them again, but um, I think yes, that would be grounds to make a new character. Um, my second rule was I was going to say the only type of character whose storyline we can abandon between sessions are the forecasters because they rarely would be close to the tribe anyway, so they're always going to be on the outskirts. So if one of you wanted to play a forecaster, you could, and then if the next session someone else wanted to play a different character, I would allow it. Oh, then you're getting this like lovely like thing where you're like skipping around like on these different beats every yeah that, that's yeah. Gonna be great. Yes. So the, can, the wait. Sorry. Ahead, can I have, ask one question? So like, we're gonna. Are, are we staying as our character, or are we literally like passing the character? Like, we're I, passing if, the torch. If, I think we're passing. Like, if passing I'm playing. So so like, if I start a character on like three weeks from now, the next person who plays is gonna continue playing that character. They're going to yeah. continue <laughs> playing it unless that character has already successfully made it back to the tribe, and then they have the option of oh, continuing like or picking a new character. Can I we like return the to characters? This is gonna bring. We can so, like, return to characters, sure, yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, absolutely. I do kind of like this almost like sitcom idea where like, okay, this person is like running on this beat and you know, then next someone else comes in and they run on a beat with a different character for a little bit and you're kind of like switching back and forth. When Could you guys we... see the mechanics of Iron Sworn, it's very easy to pick it up. Like it, it doesn't matter who is playing this character, simply that we're rolling the dice and, just, and figuring out what narratively happens next for this character. Could we possibly <laughs> play NPCs that were established in a previous sure. uh, stream? I see, I see no reason why not. Uh, so... Is there like a? It seems like there's there's one main character at all times, 
there's you and then whoever else wants to be there or is it always no because because although there's going to be me and another person we're both i'm not rolling any dice we're both working together to determine what the outcome of those dice mean narratively in the story so i'm just here to help bounce ideas off of you but we're both playing the same character oh cool so here's a, a, a homebrew rule I want to make about the storm and its movement. Um, mm-hmm. if, if you look at the truth section, it's written out, but I'll, I'll try to explain it as best I can. Every two to three in-game days, I think we should decide every two in-game days, you, the player, must roll a D8. With the eight standing as true north and four is true south. So seven is northeast, six is east, five is southeast, three is southwest, two is west, and one is northwest. Every two days, in-game days, the players will roll the D8 to determine what direction the storm travels to it, You know, in those two days. If a result on the die is rolled twice in a row, meaning four in-game days pass and we roll an eight twice, the cardinal direction becomes locked in. The direction can only change if the exact opposite, the direct opposite of the die is rolled. For example... Let's say in session one, Zakia rolls a D8 and she rolls an eight. The storm reveals, or the storm travels north, and the story continues. Another two in-game days have passed, but this time it's Aaron. He rolls a D8, and again it's an eight. The storm moves north and now will only move north uh, unless the opposite die is rolled. But let's say Eli, on her next session, rolls a three, which counts as southwest. This means the storm is not going to move just north, but northwest. It's not going to move south. It only stops once it moves true, once you roll true south. So eventually, let's say, um, uh, where do I have it here? Let's say uh, Caleb rolls a four, which is the cardinal opposite direction. The rule I currently have is that the storm stays put for those two days, and the cycle is completely reset. So that the next session, Amanda rolls a six, and the storm starts heading east. I see. Does that make I sense? Like that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And it gives us a chance that if we do roll that that complete opposite, the storm doesn't go anywhere, and it gives you an extra couple of days, like in the same place. So if if someone rolls north twice, and then the third roll is west, so we're heading northwest. If the fourth roll is west, are we heading west? Or are we still heading northwest? Between? You just you you start moving like at a, at an angle. Okay. But always north, always in the northerly direction. Cool. And we don't have to roll southeast to flip it. We just have to roll south. You only yeah. have to roll southeast if you're moving northeast. Like if northeast was what was locked in. Okay, if it was northeast twice, then I see southeast twice. Yes. Okay, okay. okay. Yes. Gotcha. So that's kind of all that I have. Is there any other thoughts that anybody wants to write down before we kind of complete our session zero? I, I think, think we've got a lot of good could... ideas. Yeah, I think if we can just go over everything just once, one one sure. time to lock everything in. Sure. Everything? It's a lot. Yes. <laughs> well, mean, like, like two and a half hours worth of stuff. <laughs> Here's the good news. We have the Our Truths handout, which I will update right now by saving it. So you guys can open up the Our Truths handout and read everything that we've kind of added. And if you want to edit it, you should have the ability to. If you don't have the ability to, you're, you're welcome to uh, let, let me know and I'll add you. But um, it's all written out there, all the notes that we've made for today. And 
So the only really the final thing is to decide who's going to go in the in the first session. Who wants to join me? A roll off. That's what we say. I think it should be a roll off. Okay. None of us. No, no one's going to want to go first. We got to. Let's so, so, decide. Hundred sites. I got a D6. Let me get a D6. So if if we're following according to what's on the stream, Amanda's at the top, and then Caleb. So maybe we'll go one, two. Zakiel will be three. Aaron will be four. Allegra will be five. Eli will be six. Okay. Here we go. Do it. Well, cocked. <laughs> of course it is. That means we all have to go. Number three, which means Zakia is going. Oh. <laughs> Like out of everyone, it's gonna be yeah. It's a great choice. So intriguing, oh, for sure, <laughs> guys. We're gonna be strap it. It's gonna be weaving for two and a half hours. I'm ready. Yes. I'm ready. <laughs> what quirk are you? What specific character trait? That's where I'm like, okay, good. They're gonna oh, yeah. create the main one. No idea. Awesome. Oh, I, okay. Okay. So the next time we do this, it'll be next Tuesday, and we will uh, play live. And I will go into more detail on the stream about how we play the game. I'll, I'll, I'll send you guys some information as well, so you have a kind of an idea. The, the basic idea is that there are moves. Moves are like actions that your character is able to do. And you should think of them as kind of like scenes in movies where a move determines whether you succeed or fail and how badly or, or how strongly you succeed or fail. And the, the main thing to keep in mind is that we want... This is more like D&D than it is Delta Green, in that the heroes, even if they fail, the narrative should still move forward. Like, like failing and critically failing doesn't mean you automatically die. It should mean more like you get captured or you get really, you know, set back in some way. But it shouldn't mean it's the end. It should... It takes quite a bit, I think, to kill a character in, in Iron Sworn, but uh, nice. we'll we'll go into that and all the other actual fun mechanics of the game next time we play. But thank you for being amazing. I love these ideas that we came up with. Yeah. Uh, thank you everyone for watching, and uh, yeah, I guess I guess we'll see us next time. Bye. Bye. All right, thanks guys. <laughs>